Shut up and sit down. Oh, we're back again. Guy Think Podcast Live Experience. Welcome back. Uh, it's been nice. It's been a nice week. Uh, we had a great episode last week. A lot of fun. We had the Trap Gambino, Ryan Gilbert uh, showdown. And Trap Gambino did not show up. It was uh, it was disappointing. It was. But uh, Ryan Gilbert, we had a good we had a good show. A lot of people called in. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you to everybody that uh, that tuned in last week and was a part of the podcast last week. We're gonna do the same thing this week. We're gonna have call ins. Um, this week's going to be a really cool episode tonight. We got the celebrity boxing prediction show, uh, for celebrity boxing 71 in Atlantic city, New Jersey, um, at the showboat. It's going to be catfish Cooley and the Sandman from ECW. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, again, thank you guys for uh, tuning in tonight. Uh, follow me at a guy thing podcast all over social media and also a guy thing podcast.com on the website. And please subscribe. If you have Apple or Spotify or any kind of podcast platform, I'm on all the major podcast platforms, so you can listen to this thing in your car as well. Shout out to my sponsor, Deck Masters of South Florida. I always say it, and I will say it again. If you have a deck in your backyard, if you have a porch in the front and it looks like shit, it won't anymore. DeckMastersofSouthFlorida.com. Check them out. They're awesome if you're in the South Florida area. Also, my newest sponsor moving forward, Bare Knuckle Freak. Uh, Bare Knuckle Freak is new. It's going to be the hottest ticket in town as far as news is concerned. Uh, we got a lot of big things coming with Bare Knuckle Freak. It's all Bare Knuckle news. Everything Bare Knuckle. It's not MMA. It's not boxing. It is strictly Bare Knuckle. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so check that out. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming with that uh, in the uh, Bare Knuckle realm worldwide. Uh, so that's it. That's what I got tonight. But uh before we get started, I do have a special uh, announcement that uh, I have to share. So uh, just bear with me one moment as we get this thing going. It all comes down to this, as in this Saturday, March 7th, from the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City, bell time, 8 p.m., Celebrity Boxing 71 is here. Icon versus Icon, because in one corner, we got the comedic icon sweeping through the American nation, part of a thousand men, strength of a million more, led by the Bang Productions team, looking to dominate with a first-round knockout in his boxing debut. Yes, folks, you got it, Cat. Fish Cooley getting in his way is the man, the hardcore icon, the one who has the greatest professional wrestling entrance of all times, the ECW legend, five-time world champion, Philadelphia's own Sandman. Will a Sandman be too extreme and derail all Catfish's plans? Or will Catfish be too dominant and knock the Sandman too hard that he'll be laid out on the canvas dreaming about the glory days at the ECW arena in Philadelphia? Find out this Saturday at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City, Celebrity Boxing 71, it all goes down. Woo! Jamie, that was wild, my friend. You did a great job. <laughs> How's it going, Joe? Thanks for having me. 
Uh, it's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. We already got people. We got people calling in. Oh, hold on a second. Hey, I got a little sound. Now. All right. There we go. Dude. Amazing. I, I absolutely love uh, the way you do your previews, the way you do all your promos and stuff, man. You're, you're a really, really good hype, man. So that was awesome. Thank you so much for that. One of the things we want to really sell about celebrity boxing is the entertainment aspect. And coming up here in just a few days in Atlantic City, we got 12 action-packed matches. And all these guys that are on the card have a story to tell. So when we get out there, you know, we want to tell the people throughout all social media what their story is and what they're going to bring. And at the end of the day, pure entertainment. And, you know, we can't wait to get down to Atlantic City. It's going to be absolutely lit the celebrity boxing's 71 already can you believe it 71 shows in and still rolling strong so absolutely excited for it and thanks for having us tonight can't wait to get this prediction show going oh yeah man i'm super excited to have it i know we got the callers in i do see you guys we're gonna get to you one second um but yeah man i'm i'm super excited about it myself i was at the last celebrity boxing event in south florida uh which was i think 69 right so that was so 69 was in Atlantic City, but we were at 70. Okay. And the one thing we were talking about the other day is there's something with South Florida and Fort Lauderdale and celebrity boxing. It, it there's a cult following down there. It's just it, it's another level. They absolutely love celebrity boxing. And when you were there, when we were at the Showboat Hotel, sold out. Uh, there was people that we had to turn away at the door, probably 75 to 80 people. It's just outstanding down there. And to me, that's like the home of celebrity boxing, maybe, or even the second home. Between that and Atlantic City, they really are in love with celebrity boxing and what it brings. And I can understand why. And that was an amazing night in South Florida. And plus, you know, being from Canada, way up in Ontario North, we're, <laughs> we're buried in the snow here, Joe. Completely buried since October so. Anytime we can see some sun, we're absolutely loving it. So that made it even better. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. I saw the I saw the snowstorm that you guys had. You were sending me those pictures, man. I'm like, holy shit. I don't know how you guys deal with that, man. That's why I moved out of New York and I moved to South Florida, man, because I had enough with that snow, bro. You know? So, even for uh, Canadian, like, you know, people think Canadians love snow, and we do yeah. to a degree. But six months of it, come on, man. Enough. <laughs> but not that, heading down to Atlantic City this weekend. I know it's not uh, South Florida weather, but no snow and a little bit warmer, so I'll take it. Absolutely, man. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, real quick, you know, I was just uh, for the viewers out there, celebrity boxing is, is, is just a lot of fun. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. It's very exciting. It's like WWE for boxing. I mean, it's very entertaining, funny, family stuff. I mean, really cool. Uh, when I was out there in Florida for my personal experience, I, I had a blast. I, you know, we did it at the uh, Ocean Manor Hotel in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Had a, had a lot of fun. It was very entertaining. Um, you know, Damon Feldman is a true professional. You know, he really knows how to, you know, bring a show on and get people on. And everybody that was involved was great. And the after party was great, too, with the Tiki Bar. Had a lot of fun with that. So now I'm happy now that I went to the event as a fan. Now I'm actually a part of Celebrity Boxing and uh, happy to announce that I'll be at uh, the next Celebrity Boxing event in April Um uh, as uh, as your co-host, pretty much, uh, we're going to be the Jerry Lawler and uh, and uh, Jr. of this thing. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, we could act like the Can Am connection. Worked with Brian Breach last time I was in South Florida, and mm -hmm. that guy's just phenomenal. I can't wait to work with you. And I think you know the the crowd always likes to hear another voice. And when we bounce off of each other and keep them entertained and keep them in our seats, we'll do our best to do that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. But tonight, Celebrity Boxing seventy one this Saturday. 
And I know we're going to have some folks uh, jumping in here, some of the fighters, maybe some of the fans or managers. Mm-hmm. But just quickly, there's uh, 12 matches on the card. And uh, this time is the first time Celebrity Boxing has lined up with Bang Productions. And if you haven't heard of Bang Productions, they are reinventing how comedy is presented to the world. And that strictly uh, starts with social media. So they have a handful of artists that have multi-million followers. Um, Bang Productions has 12 to 13 million worldwide. And we have two of their comedians joining us um, at Celebrity Boxing 71. Uh, Andrew Kahn, and of course, the one that everyone seems to know is Catfish Cooley. This guy, yeah. he, he's absolutely massive. Um, he's got a massive heart. He's a great storyteller. He's a guy you want to sit down and just hear all the stories from, but you can also probably bench press your Volkswagen. So I want to sit down and have a nice uh, bourbon with the guy, to be yeah. honest with you. He, he, he's the whole, he's, he's a man's man, but the mm-hmm. women like him, the grandparents like him, the cousins like him. The Catfish Coolies, the whole package. <laughs> him and Andrew are extremely talented, and they're both fighting. And the main event, Catfish versus the Sandman, like, and I know we're going to talk about that in a bit, but what two different personalities and, and what a clash of entertainment that's going to be Saturday. I <laughs> cannot wait for this. Yeah, man. It's it's going to be super entertaining. We got some callers coming in. Uh, I wanted to pop some callers in right now uh, because all these people that are calling in are on the card. These are the these are the fighters that are going to be fighting in this event. They are here. This Let's is what we do. In. So we got, uh, we got first caller in is Donnie Hart. Donnie Hart. Hey, Donnie. Yo. Big Donnie, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? Donnie. Jamie, what's going So let me tell you something about Donnie first. Donnie is the cheesesteak king of Philadelphia. And he tours, I think he's probably even out of the Philadelphia area. He (laughs) tours all the different shops. He tells you where the best places to go for cheesesteaks, if they're good, if they're bad, where else to go. So I know when I go down to Philadelphia in a couple days, I'm linking on to Donnie's page. I'm going to find out where, what he's reviewed and where to go because I want the best of the best when I'm down there. Absolutely. Donnie, thank you. Your videos are awesome, by the way, man. The, the Philly cheesesteaks. Like I, I love Philly cheesesteaks, man, but I'd never been to Philly before, so I want to have an official one. So when I watch your videos, like I know where to go, man. So thank you for that, man, because they're very entertaining. Can't get that in Brooklyn, Joe. You can't get it in Brooklyn, man. You can't. <laughs> and, and a little bit extra, Donnie, I know that um, you've just started uh, a podcast uh, with with toxic, yes, did you want to tell the audience a little bit about what you're doing? Because I think it's a great story. Yeah, man, I teamed up with uh, the super heavyweight champion of celebrity boxing, big time Tim Kudges. Also, another great story, man. Uh, it's called Hungry for Hope. It's kind of our story, but we're also really diving into the Philly cheesesteak thing, mm-hmm. and we're talking boxing and pro wrestling. That's our expertise. I'm an ex pro wrestler. He's an ex pro boxing play by play announcer. So, so why don't you, so how long have you been with Celebrity Boxing for? My story's kind of funny. I started six years ago, came out on fire. I went 1-0, and oh, and then, uh, unfortunately, my story got a little sad, and uh, I fucked up, you know? It's the only way you can say. I went away for a little. I got everything back together, and, you know, I wanted a comeback story, and Celebrity Boxing was a place I wanted that comeback story to start at. Well, you're right. Celebrity Boxing is about redemption, Damon Feldman, you know, the CEO of Celebrity Boxing has a podcast just based on that theme. And a lot of our fighters, Joe and Donnie, as you know, have had some trials and tribulations in their lives. 
and our rebounding and our success stories. And Donnie's one of them. And, you know, part, part of, you know, my job and, and Joe's job today is to help you tell that story to the world. But I really want to get into it. You got a big match Saturday night, Tony Fusco. So you got any words for Tony? Oh. How you preparing? I'm actually just finishing up the gym right now. I was over at title boxing in Philadelphia then I had LA Fitness. You know, I'm just getting done the gym right now. Eating, eating some good protein. No cheesesteak. And what do you expect? What do you expect in the match? Are you taking Tony down or expecting it you to know, go all through? Just in life, I don't look at anybody else, man. I, I run my race. I'm like a horse with blinders. I don't let nothing else get caught up. I'm sure he's a great guy, great fighter. But, you know, the path I came in. The dark times I've seen, there ain't nothing in that ring can hit me harder than life already hit me. Hmm. What's, your, what's your prediction for this? I'm curious, Donnie. Honestly, what, what do you see happening in this fight? I don't see me losing, Joe. Just in life, I don't lose, man. I might get knocked down. I'm going to get back up, though. I like it, man. I like it. Are you going to knock him out? No, I'm going to win, Joe. I'm going to win. I've seen too much to be cocky. I've seen, you know. All right. Just win and move on. Just win and move on. Now you're going to have a Philly cheesesteak after the fight, win or lose. Believe it or not, man, I'm eating a a vegan Philly cheesesteak. So what's in a vegan Philly? I I I never heard of that one. Tell me. I don't know yet. I didn't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) First time. So we we can expect a vegan Philly cheesesteak review sometime later next week then? Absolutely. You'll be the first to hear about it. So we got the uh, oh, we got the uh, real quick the owner CEO, oh, celebrity man. boxing, the man that's all over TMZ, the man that's all over Howard Stern, Damon Feldman himself. You guys are amazing. I love this, Joe, Jamie. This is a, I just love the way this looks, man. This is great. This is this is how we do it, man. A celebrity boxing deserves the best, and we're giving celebrity boxing the best, my friend. I, I appreciate you having me on. I, I'm sorry. I'm at my son's game. I can't leave it because he gets all upset. But, um, yeah, man, I really love you, what you guys are doing. You guys, are, it's so crazy how things are because you two are just made for each other. You're made for celebrity boxing. And when we get real TV, man, you guys are going to be dynamite. This is just great. We're growing all together. Donnie, too, man. It's good to see you, Donnie Hart. Good to see you, brother. Thanks for having yeah. me. Now, this is uh, amazing. You guys coming through with this, Jamie. So the doc, Joe, we got to get you out the fart, um, out the AC, man. Hang out in Philly too. Yeah, man, I would love that, man. I want to run up those Rocky steps, Damon. I never did that before. <laughs> We're gonna get you out here soon. Well, I'm gonna, I'm in Florida in uh, March 26th. We're gonna do that press conference. So I'll definitely be in touch with you. I guess because you're our guy down there hosting it down there with Celebrity Boxing. Absolutely, man. I, I cannot wait for that, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. So what, what, what was, uh, what's it for you about, I mean, what's it for you about Florida? You know, like uh, celebrity boxing in Florida. I know we've been talking about that. It's been, it's been a hot vibe down here. What, what's your experience been? Love it, man. It's, it's just, it really took off the first event. And we're in talks with a lot of people. It's good. So I don't know if you've been seeing my uh, IG, but so we have two, like four bikini, four bikini models going to go at it, like two different matches. We have some other matches on there too. So um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. And 
the Karamast, oh, I can't even say, Karamastic Canadian. He's the man. <laughs> I can't do it with, I, I, this guy is amazing. We're going to miss you, Joe. We want you down there, though, man. Absolutely, we need Joe. Yeah. I'm telling hey, man, you. listen, listen, I, we can make it happen, brother. I know that for sure. We could definitely make we'll, that happen. Man. Well, we, we, we're going to definitely talk. You guys are definitely like, a great combo, man, for TV. And this is amazing, like commentators, whatever. Yeah, we're going to have some great things coming up here after this. It's been a little bumpy and craziness, but um, so I don't know if you saw my ne- my podcast next week is going to feature RVD. Rob Van uh, Dam, WWECW WWE. legend. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he has a uh, – yeah, we got to get him on your show too. He has a um, – his new documentaries out on Amazon Prime. I'm going to check it out tonight. And he is, you know, we have some WWE wrestlers coming on board behind the scenes, a couple of former world heavyweight boxing champions. We're adding all this in, not to fight, but to be part of the, you know, executive board. So I'm, I'm thinking within the next six months, you guys are going to be hosting you two guys. You're just amazing together. Um, we're going to be hosting like a big celebrity fight. You know what I mean? I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait either, man. I think I think between Jamie being from Canada and I, I, I just love the Canadian people because I grew up a big wrestling fan and Canada is like wrestling, you know. I'm like I've always been really like infatuated with people from Canada. It's the coolest thing. So to work with Jamie, that's a that's a major pleasure for me, man. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Well, it's all it's all it's all meant to be, man. It really is because Joe, you were doing your thing. I think your podcast. We did some stuff. You and Jamie hooked up, man, you know, in, in, in Florida. And look at you guys, man. You guys are just made for this. It's amazing. You guys are two amazing guys. I'm really excited to have you guys on board and having celebrity boxing involved with you guys. It's great. No, and I and I appreciate it, man. It's an honor, and, and I'm more than happy to, to be a part of it. I'm very excited Definitely. for it. What's uh, Real quick, I just wanted to ask you, um, you know, obviously the news has changed. Uh, it was originally Doc Gooden, and now it's the Sandman. What happened with that? Yeah, Doc got injured. It's no big deal. He's, you know, he's a good guy. He got injured. Uh, I guess when he was sparring, he got hit with a – some hurt happened with his rib. Things happened. At least he didn't pull out. So he did have a legitimate reason. But right. the Sandman's wild, man. He's a legend, and he's going to bring it, man. It's a tough fight for Catfish Cooley because Sandman's 4-2 and two in celebrity fights. And it's not a joke. He, he's a big guy, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, we Damon yeah. and I were, were talking today, and, and sometimes things work out. You know, the Sandman is probably a better match for Catfish Cooley. Uh, you'll be able to stand in yeah. there and take a hard punch from Catfish. Because <laughs> yeah. the Sandman has taken some pretty big blows in his days. So it, it's going to be uh, the main event. It's going to be a dynamite fight. We have a good referee. I'm excited for this. I want to. I really. I'm weird. I want to get it on and get it over with and get on to Florida. Then our next fight in Atlantic City is going to be July 18th, which could be some big names. I mean, us us three will talk about it later. No, that sounds great, man. I'm looking forward to Florida. Obviously, you got Mary Carey. We got Pippi Longstockings, and I'm I'm excited already just by hearing that. Yeah, definitely, man. We can't wait. We want to. Hey, Joe, did you find your wife yet, bro? No, but I'm hoping to. If we're are we still doing that at the booby trap in Miami? Because I may find her there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. We, you know, that's funny. We got to get you married. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get women hate me right now. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I love it, I'm man. Maybe, you know what, Damon, Damon, if, you, if you're able to find me a woman that I'll marry, I promise you I'll get married in a celebrity boxing ring. How about that? Yeah, yes. You'll be the first one. What? <laughs> So Jamie's already married. Maybe yeah. we have to bring Jamie, Jamie to be the um, what about the priest? What do they call that? The guy who marries someone? I'll get ordained. I could get ordained in the state of Florida. And, yeah, uh, you can do that. You do it, and yeah. we'll marry Joe in, in the ring. That's amazing. I'm be, a team be like piece. Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth back I'll in the 90s. I love it. <laughs> Oh man, Damon, thank you for calling in. And uh, thanks a lot, guys, you're doing a phenomenal job. Blessed to have you guys on, man. Thank you, thanks, brother. Thank you. you got it. All, right. All right, that was the CEO and owner of Celebrity Boxing, the man himself, Damon Feldman. Yeah, the, the heartbeat and bloodline beyond, beyond celebrity boxing, and like you said, working on his 71st show, multiple years, yep. successful rebuilding and growing. One of the things that Damon was uh, touching on there, Joe, and uh, I like to bring up. So uh, there is a lot of activity that happens behind the scene, behind any event, but especially a celebrity boxing event. Mm -hmm. And some of it goes as planned and some of it's last minute chaos. And we got to thinking, like, we would like to capture this story and, and tell the audience about what happens just not in the ring but outside the ring like we said we you know doc got injured so damon had to go in and find a replacement at the last minute and he got the sandman and people are very happy with that but how does he pull that all together and the amount of stress and work that goes into it and just the day of the event so what we're going to be doing when we're in atlantic city we're going to have the uh, cameras rolling 24 7 uh we're going to roll about 40 plus hours of footage and um package that into a documentary to really show people what celebrity boxing is all about and i, I think it's going to be delivered in a very entertaining way that people will be quite surprised um how awesome these events are so that's absolutely something that we'll be hoping to release shortly but we're gonna we're gonna be busy this weekend doing that looking forward to it let's get to the let's get to the first fight um Who's uh, who's in who's in that first match? Let's talk about it real quick. Okay, well, the, the first one I, I really want to talk about, um, you know, we had Donnie Hart and Tony Fusco. Mm -hmm. And Donnie Hart was just on. Now, Tony Fusco's um, a, a celebrity boxing veteran. He's been around the scene for a long time. And uh, Donnie Hart's coming back win with his own redemption story. To me, that is going to be an entertaining match. These guys, uh, they don't say a lot, but they're more the guys, you know, that do their talking in the ring. And they're both brawlers. Uh, they're both hardworking fighters. Um, a lot of punches are going to be thrown in this match. And, and, and Tony's fought in 20-some matches for celebrity boxing. And even though he hasn't been in the ring in a while or so, just from talking with him, I, I don't think that there's any, any rust there with him. So mm -hmm. uh, Donnie Hart is going to be in for a big challenge. You know, I see this one going the distance, but you know, Tony Fusco is the world cruiserweight champion. He's the world cruiserweight champion for a reason. And it's going to be a tough feat for Donnie Hart to take that off of. Him. Well, we got Donnie Hart on the line right now. He's back in. Um, oh, yes. And, and as you can see, yes, we got the cruiserweight champ and we got uh, Donnie Hart himself. So, you know, Jamie said it's going to be a tough match for you, Donnie. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Like I said, man, there ain't nothing you can put in that ring that's harder than I've seen in life, you know? So it's, 
it means nothing to me. I respect the guy. He's 20 fights, whatever. That's awesome. But what I've been through, I, I didn't do all this to lose my second so Donnie, fight back. I got to say something, Donnie. I mean, you're, you're a big dude. How tall are you, Donnie? 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four, how much do you weigh? 300. 6'4", 300? He's a big guy. Yeah, that's the Philly wow. cheesesteaks, brother. Mama, me. I don't know. Tony Fusco, he, he, I, 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 he better back out of this one, man. 6'4", 300 pounds. Woo! That's that's like getting hit, that's like getting hit with a dump truck right there. That's that's deadly stuff right there. You know, Donnie could shock the world if he lands a couple hard punches there in the first round, and Tony can't get up. Ooh, I can't wait to see this one, man. Uh, I don't know much about Tony Fusco. Could uh, Jamie? Could you weigh in and educate me, please? Yeah. So Tony Fusco um, actually has a lot on the line. In this match, um, he has 18 knockouts. He's Philadelphia born and raised. Um, he's currently the celebrity boxing uh, cruiserweight champion, the world cruiserweight champion. But the thing with Don, uh, the thing with Tony, this is his first time moving up to the heavyweight division, and Tony has something on the line here. You know, if, if he can come out of this match successful, if he gets the win, then he's going to get a fight against former two-time world boxing champion Tim Weatherspoon. So what? Yeah. So that's in the work. So there's a lot on the there's a lot on the line for, for Tony here. But the problem is he's going up against an absolute wall in Donnie Hart. <laughs> so yeah. Tony may be thinking about his next fight against a prime time world class professional boxer. But if he's not thinking correctly and Donnie lands a couple hard punches there early on, those dreams could be dashed pretty quickly. Absolutely they can. Absolutely, Ben. Uh, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Tune in. Celebrity Boxing 71. Any closing, yeah. Any uh, any closing words for you, Donnie? Thanks for having me, guys. I just want to tell everybody listening, man, look at me. Never give up, man. Remember, rock bottom is not the end. It can be your beginning. Never give up. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Donnie. Uh, we'll see you in a couple for, days. Thank you for your words, Donnie, and thanks for being on the podcast, man. Good luck. See you, fellas. Take care. He's he's quite the guy, Donnie Hart. Like I said, you know, three hundred pounds, six four, but he he has what you you know we hear a lot, like the heart of heart of a giant. Um, his podcast is out there on Toxic Radio, and they're helping people going through mental health crisis, mm -hmm. um, substance abuse, home, homelessness, and, and Donnie's walked some of these roads. So um, you know, he's a giant man, but even a more giant heart. And I see who just popped on the line here. This oh, is yeah. A well-known name in celebrity boxing. And if you well, don't know, I want, on? To, I want to give this guy, on, I want to give you a proper introduction. So with us now is the man who probably is a celebrity boxing. Uh, boxing's been in his family. His, his father was an Olympic qualifier for Puerto Rico. Uh, this individual standing in front of us was a, a star in MTV Real World. He's an actor, model, musician. Him and his crew, the Don't Jones. Flatter me, bro. Don't flatter <laughs> me, buddy. Yeah, him and the Jones gang are such a huge part of Philadelphia. They provide so much community support and volunteer work. Um, he's another individual who has a heart of gold, an amazing story. But he's here because he's the celebrity boxing middleweight champion, Josh Jones Cologne. Welcome, Josh. Josh, Thank welcome you. to the podcast, my friend.
Thank you. Thank you, JPK, for that marvelous introduction. I can't tell you. They just keep getting better and better, man. It's good to see you, man. Joe, it's good to see you again. I remember we met in Florida briefly, brother. Yes, we did, man. It was a, it was a real pleasure to meet you, and uh, I'm excited to have you on the podcast and talk about your upcoming fight, man. So tell me uh, what's what's been going on with you and how you've been preparing for this fight. Oh, man, I'm busy, man. I just... Um... I'm constantly, I'm constantly at it. I'm constantly in the gym. I think I'm in the best, uh, the best shape I've been in my life. I not only do that, um, it's really nice around here. Usually it's snowing out around this time of year, but uh, since it's getting nicer, uh, my landscaping business is getting a little busy, a little early. So uh, right. with that's a lot of wheelbarrow work. It's a lot of literally, I, I pick trailers up sometimes and it's, um, it's, it's really good uh, core strength. And I feel like it's, it's Miyagi and the shit out of me, man, really more than anything. But um, <laughs> I love I'm, just, um, I'm tighter than i ever been. I'm ready to go. I'm just ready to uh, just do what I do, get in there, not only give a good show, but um, compete and, uh, you know, show them what Philly fighting's all about. Yeah, that's right. So, so Joe, for, for the rest of the audience, so Josh, uh, Josh Jones, Cologne, is stepping in the ring against Andrew Kahn. He's one of the uh, Bang Productions comedians. Uh, this will be Andrew's first time in the ring. Uh, we had an opportunity to see Andrew do a sparring session a few months ago at the press conference. Um, he's pretty quick. He has a long reach. Um, but the thing is here, M Mr. Jones here is a very experienced boxer. Uh, faced it's men. It's not my first rodeo. It's just not my first rodeo, man. It's just not. You faced men uh, a lot larger than you. Um, and, 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 you know, Josh always finds a way to come up and top. So it's going to be extremely difficult for Andrew Kahn with limited experience, even with his large reach. To he does got reach, but I'm, you know, I'm used to chopping trees down. I'm a landscaper. I'm going to knock them right down. Like, that's just, that's just what I do. I put people on the canvas. Uh, he's going to know who he stepped in the ring with as soon as that bell rings. Simple as that. I, I really think you guys are probably going to put on the match of the night. Uh, there's going to be a lot, wow. of, a lot of action. Um, fans won't want to turn away from this one. Um, these two guys here know how to entertain in their own right. They both come from an entertainment background. They're both in great shape. Um, Josh has a lot of flash, but a lot, lot of strength also. And it's going to be pretty tough to take them down. And being the celebrity boxing middleweight champion for such a long time, you know, I don't think <laughs> even that in Atlantic City. Nah, man, you know, it, it, it took, it's, 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 it's been a long time coming, man. And, you know, you talk about the, the redemption story. Redem we, we, all, we all come from this place of darkness. We all come from this place where we rose from the ashes. You, 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 hear, you hear the same thing with a lot of the guys that, that are on Celebrity Boxing because we are that comeback story. And uh, what you're saying about, uh, you know, us giving people a look behind the scenes, yeah, because these are real people making real comebacks from life, not just, um, you know, characters that have been doctored up and, uh, and people are portraying and stuff like that, which we have that aspect as well. Just shows you we got we have a little bit of everything, but um, we're, we're, we're true. We're true warriors here, man. And um, we're here. We're here to make a statement and make it known that uh, Celebrity Boxing is here to stay. It ain't what it was. It's um, it's what it is now. Oh, 100. So what's your what's your prediction for your fight? I don't underestimate any opponent. I'm ready to go to the, I'm ready to go to distance. All three rounds, but you know, I put my I put my last opponent out four seconds into the second round. We'll see how how long this reach he can he can dance with me is because that's one thing I do, and it's one thing he better be watching is my feet. If he ain't watching his own, if he's not graceful, that's his problem because uh, that's not mine. I like it, man. I'm excited for it too. And you're the middleweight champ. Now, uh, how, how long have you been middleweight champion for? It's going on six months now. 
Nice. Nice. Now, is this yeah. your is this the first title defense, or have you defended it already? This is the first title defense. Okay. I've actually been trying. To, I try to get multiple. Well, multiple people have said they wanted to step in the ring with me, and then you know, just back out. Uh, it happened with uh, Antoine Dotson. It happened with um, Aaron Carter, Nick Carter's brother from the Backstreet Boys. He was mm-hmm. talking all this shit, going around to uh, Logan Paul, all those guys that do the YouTube boxing, give me a fight. I want to fight somebody, this, that, and the third. I said, you want to fight? Come and fight the celebrity boxing middleweight champion. I'll put my title on the line, and I'll put you down in a fucking round. And uh, I haven't heard anything from him since. Wow. But uh, Andrew He's Connor, scared, I bro. I, He's I, scared. I, 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 That's what I say. I give him credit, you know. I get, I give, I give Andrew Khan credit because he's because he's following through with this. You know what I mean? He's gonna step in the ring with greatness, and um, he just be re- better be ready for it. Simple as that. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, like I was saying, this is probably going to be the match of the night, and you should see Josh's training regimen. You know, I've been following him on social media. Of course, he's in the gym. Of course, he's running the streets, but he's doing this like Rocky Four type training mentality, pulling trailers, pulling the big wheel. Like Josh is very concentrated and locked in. He lives and breathes boxing. Like I said, it's in his family blood. So to take something away from Josh when it's been so cemented in his life, like it's going to be climbing. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. He better he just he better have everything. You know, he better just bring it. Bring it all. You know what I like uh, about you, Josh, man? You, you, you're talking about rising up from coming from a dark place, man. And, you know, right. I, I, I've been there and uh, I know quite a few fighters that have been there as well, man. And those are the most dangerous fighters to watch, man. Yeah. When you, when, you, when you pick yourself up and you rise from the ashes, man, that's one tough dude right there, man. So I, mean, I got, I, I got my money it. on Josh. I got my money on Josh. I, on this it, I do, I do. And just like Donnie Hart said, ain't nothing going to hit us harder than life. We've been hit hard, really hard, extremely hard. So anybody that steps in that ring, aren't isn't going to hit us harder than that. So we're ready for it. You know, guys like Donnie. Even I know Tony Fusco. I'm from South Philly. Me and Tony went to the same high school together. Tony's been brawling before I've been brawling and like, literally like it's that, that's going to be a great fight too. Uh, Donnie Hart's a great contender, you know, and um, it's just uh, such an action packed night. And we're going to not only provide, like we had a, we had a, a write up in Philly weekly that said, you know, uh, it, it's a modern day circus, but nobody minds watching it because it looks that good. It looks that good. You know, mm-hmm. I've been there, man. And Josh, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to be on the podcast I'm wishing you nothing but the best of luck. Can't wait to see the event and, uh, and and just just kill it, man. Yeah, man. I, hey, man, Joe, uh, you're, you're definitely a guy um, I look up to a lot. We're, we're, we all got podcasts coming out now, and you're definitely the guy we're, we're, we're taking notes from. You do it well, sir, and um, thank you very much for having me on. Maybe we can have you on. Uh, my my podcast is also on Toxic Radio. It's uh, Shot Culture Now. Yep. Me and Angela, Mr. Entertainment Jones, we, uh, we do a pop culture podcast from uh, basically to the 50s to the 90s, talking about everything that was relevant anywhere in between. So follow us on IG. Saving Jones 17 yeah. at the at the shot cold. It's going to be a good time, you know. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the kind words. And uh, I, I will absolutely uh, be a guest on your podcast. It would be an honor. And uh, just keep doing it, man. Go after your dreams. You know, a lot of people out there, they don't want to. A lot of people, you'll be surprised, want to help. And a lot yeah. and work together and collaborate. And then you'll also notice a lot of people don't. They're a little stingy on social media. But the most important thing is that for me, 
It's always about helping people, man. You know, because yeah, it always comes back got, to you. Somebody helped us. Somebody helped yeah. us. And that's why yeah. I give back. That's what the Jones Gang's all about. We give back yeah. to the community. Not only do we do toy drives around Christmas, we just try to give socks to the homeless. We 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 do all that. Like um, it's it's really hard coming from that that place of desperation. But then when you make it out, it's all that much better. And um, can't nobody take that from you. So anybody like you know struggling with anything. Sometimes you got to remove yourself from your situation. And if you can't remove yourself from your situation, yeah. you take it and, and just run. You just got to go. Put yourself away. Long-term treatment's the only thing that works. Stop kidding yourself. A month ain't going to do it. It's just not. It's just not. You got that right, man. I appreciate those words. Let's link up soon, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joe. JPK. We'll see you next Yes, sir. Good. I, I have to tell you, Joe, uh, so Josh and uh, Mr. Entertainment – uh, Angelo Jones, they have a podcast on toxic radio called shock culture now. And Josh was alluding to it. And one of the things they, they talk about everything in pulp culture, what's cool, what's not cool, but they were having a debate the other day of who was the best Ninja turtle. Oh, come on. It, it, it's Michelangelo, right? Like that's easy, right? Pizza, bro. Cowabunga, dude. Come on. But Josh disagreed. So that's probably the only one time I've ever disagreed with Josh. But he, he once again, another guy with the heart of gold, a redemption story. Um, he He's a big heart and soul of the Philadelphia area. They tons for the community. And he's a tough SOB. So this, once again, probably the match of the night. Really looking forward to this one. I can't wait to see it, man. I mean, you got me excited. You know, you're you're to me, you're the ultimate hype man, brother. You know how I feel about you and your work, man. So when you're telling me that it's gonna be a big match, I'm watching. Yeah. There's no there's no question about that, man. So we got another caller coming All in. Right. And he's been patiently waiting. So we're gonna pull him up right now. John Dams. What's up, John? Oh, big John. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on. I want to tell you a quick story about John Dams. So when we were in Florida, John, John Dams is a big dude, but another tough guy. Like, I mean, if I ever needed security, then I'm calling John Dams. Like, but John Dams tried to show me like a couple just stances in the ring of how to like hold yourself. Do you remember that, John? How to hold yourself as a boxer? Man, he just intimidated me. Just like, okay, forget about it. Knock it off. I, I'm just a talker. <laughs> you were you were in uh, Florida. Yes. Yeah, man. I, I saw your your fight was probably, in my opinion, the best fight of the night. It was the most entertaining, hands down. My opinion. That's what I hear. Yeah, against big time Tim Cudges. I don't think <laughs> I don't like Tim very much. <laughs> <laughs> might be mean, but they really booed him really bad. Yeah. So, so on the beat. Why did why did they boo Tim so badly? Uh th- one, uh, Jamie and asked me as a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom, really instantly the crab was on my side. Right. Then at the decision, uh, a lot of people felt I won the fight. I felt I won the fight. But when they announced Tim Cudges as the winner, when you if you watch the video over and over, the whole building's booing. <laughs> yeah, I think I booed too, actually. I was there. <laughs> I, was fr- I was front row, baby. I was watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah nothing Tim. I mean, Tim's a tough guy. I did what I had to do. I watched his last fight against Tommy, Tommy Moose, he had a tremendous jab. And I remembered that I knew to take out his jab, getting close, really smother him. That's why I rushed him as way I did. I really wanted to take out his jab. I wanted to back him into the corner, eliminate his movement. I didn't really go for the knockout very much, but I just wanted to. For guys like you, John, for, for guys like you, big guys like you, I feel like, 
that celebrity boxing ring was too small for you guys. I would have liked to seen a little bigger of a ring for you guys to move around a little bit more, you know, because I think it would have like stopped a lot of the, a lot of the clinching in the fight. You know, I wanted to see you guys really, I mean, you guys put on a great show, but I, I think that if the ring was a little bigger and more spread out, I think you guys would have really, really, I think somebody would have got knocked out that match. My well, personal you, opinion. You know what happened there, Joe? So, so we get there and I think you were there too, John. So it's the night before and we're going to set up the ring. And I think, was it a 16 foot ring? Yes, it was 16. They brought in the 16 foot ring, but the way that the ballroom set up at the, um, uh, at the uh, Ocean Manors Beach Resort in Fort Lauderdale, there's pillars. And the separation between the pillars is only 15 and a half feet. So the ring didn't fit anywhere in the room. So the plan was for a 16 foot ring, but they had to go back and get a 12 foot ring. So you're absolutely right. A guy like John Dams and Tim Cudges, big time Tim Cudges in the ring, are more suited to a larger ring. But they still made it work in that small ring. It, it, to me, that was super impressive. True. Very, very impressive. Uh, I just got a comment from Donnie, Big Donnie, asking if that's Butterbean. What's up with that? <laughs> Donnie, we had a good fight a couple shows ago. Yeah. Uh, Donnie came out on top, but I have nothing but positive things to say about my experience with Donnie. He's really turning his life around. Yeah. It, it it's definitely good inspirational story. Let me let me ask you a question, John. So you, you fought in Celebrity Boxing seventy. Uh, you're not on the card this coming weekend. Um, one thing about John, whether he's on the card or not, he's always supporting the fighters, always supporting the promotion. I know he's going to be there. But here's the question: When can we see him back next in the Celebrity Boxing ring? I'm ready to go. Whenever I'm going to bring gear just in case. Uh, someone doesn't show up or i'll have gear with just in case i'll be ready to step in the ring if not i'll be there to support or work in the corner i know matt wolf asked me to work in his corner so i'm there to support anyone any way i can you work matt wolf's corner when he fought uh dustin diamond right screech yeah <laughs> how did that go with that quick ending I didn't realize the fight actually started. I didn't hear the opening bell. I thought he just went across the ring, just sucker punched him and dropped him. I didn't know what was going on. So I'm kind of like waiting for Matt to get up. I, I didn't realize the fight actually started. I was oblivious that the bell rang. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> that's a, so that's a oh, we got a question from Anthony. Uh, hey, John, I heard about you want to fight the Latin lover again. When will that When will that be? When's that going down? I don't know. That would actually be fun. I mean, my... Both Hazel and I made our celebrity boxing debuts, and we put on a against each other back at a '67, and we had a tremendous match. Good chemistry, crowd was into it. Hazel came out on top, but yeah, I would love to eventually get in the ring with them again. Actually, hey, cool. we got we got the heavyweight oh, champ of celebrity boxing on the line right now, Hazel Rose. Right. What's up, Hazel? How's it going, Hazel? There it is. Hazel. You know what I like about Hazel? Hazel got the whole posse, dog. I love it. I love Hazel. <laughs> he's a good so, guy. If you want to know something about Hazel, and he's going to tell you why he's the Latin lover, but you'll probably know if you look at the screen while he's the Latin lover. <laughs> well, they just did a, a short documentary on Hazel's rise to stardom. And probably about eight minutes into the documentary, he's in a hotel room having a pillow fight with like four gorgeous women. I'm like, Hazel is just loving life. What kind of guy? 
Yeah, he's that type of guy, but he's he, he's focused, he's ready, but he's loved by the women, he's loved by the men, the Latin lover. Thanks for joining us, Hazel. Thank you, thank you so much. So the heavyweight champ, he's got his posse with him, he's got his strap with him. Let's go. What I want to know is what's going on with the heavyweight champ tonight? Man, um, I'm over here like always uh, with my team supporting me 100%. Uh, I'm loving it, man. As soon as Jamie told me, listen, we're going to have the position show, I call my team, my ladies, and we over here to answer any question you want to know. And, of course, the position. I love it, man. See, that's a real I, champ right there. Real champ. He's ready to go. It don't matter where it's at, what time it is. The champ is ready. That's a, that's a true champion right there. Much respect to you, Hazel. Thank much you respect so much. to the crew. So you got to, Hazel, um, let's talk about it real quick. You know, somebody asked in the chat, will John go up against the Latin lover himself again? What are your thoughts on that question? Well, actually, today, uh, this John Dom, I got mad respect for John Dom. I mean, I, I fought already. I'm 5-0. And then nobody give me better fight than Dom Dom. I mean, I buzzed this guy nose, and he was happy. <laughs> I went to the back. I went to the back. Jeff, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Like, like, you know what? You gotta love the passion of her. Then when he was hitting me, he was hitting like Butterbean for real. He was driving me like side to side. So, I, um, John Dom teach me that, you know what I mean? You never go back. It doesn't matter if he was bleeding. The only reason it's happening was because of combination of punches. But John Dom is a warrior. I like it, man. I like it. John, what do you got to say, man? You want to do a rematch with the champ? I would love to. That was definitely one of my favorite fights so far with celebrity boxing. Win, lose, or draw, I'm definitely down for a rematch. Only if the title's on the line, though. There we go. So, so he's, <laughs> he's the celebrity boxing Latino world heavyweight champion. 5-0 uh, and o record. Hazel is uh, – so we just did a top 10 pound-for-pound pound list. Hazel is the number one top pound nice. fighter in celebrity boxing. Pound-for-pound. Pound. Oh, there we what go. We got? What do we got? Uh-oh. Pound for I didn't pound. see it. Hold it there. Hold it there. What do we got? Pound-for-pound pound Latin. Champ. Champ. Yeah. This uh, – I'm, I'm the Latin lover. I think I'm having some connection issues. Lover. <laughs> I am a number one huge, huge, huge Hazel Roach fan. I got to say it. So if you've yeah, ever, the show's going. you haven't seen a Hazel Roche fight, the first thing you're going to notice is his entry. He comes in with a humongous entourage, great music playing in the background, gets everyone hyped up, and his, his matches are big time, and that's why he's the Latino World Heavyweight Champion. But Hazel, let me ask you, you're going up against Ian Grant in just a few days. He's a big, strong dude. So how have you been preparing for Ian, and are you worried that you may not be leaving Atlantic City without the championship? You know what? Uh, you yeah, didn't know this, but me and Ian, the other day, the aspiring section, he is hard. So, so, you know, that teaches me a lot that – you know, he's a beast. He really, he's like a beast. So, you know, but I got this that is bigger than power. So when I go over there, I'm going to use my, my head, not get into what he wants. I'm, I'm pretty sure I will come out with victory. 
Hazel's a, a decorated and very experienced boxer in celebrity boxing. And one of the things Hazel does, even outside of the ring, he's always promoting celebrity boxing. So he hosts events in, in the Latino community throughout Philadelphia. Uh, he's out through all Philadelphia. He's always wearing celebrity boxing gear. He's always promoting the company. He comes to every event. Um, he's well in Florida. He's signing autographs. Yeah, he's I saw that. He's kissing the girls. Everyone <laughs> wants to be around Hazel. Yeah. He he goes to these events and shows his live feed on, on social media. Every guy wants to be Hazel Roche, even with these great pillow fights. But he, he's a true gentleman, but he is a tough dude. So Ian Grant, large stature, is going to put Hazel to the test. But once again, it, I can't see Hazel leaving without that championship come Saturday night. It's going to be tough to beat the champ. It's gonna, it's gonna be a great one. Um, I mean, look at this. How do you think a man like like me with all these beautiful women and my security in the back gonna lose a fight? I mean, he gonna have to get me out of stretcher. We're gonna use mind over matter. Mind, that's right. So, so um, I mean, I got a lot of people counting on this. A lot of projects. I mean, Mr. Grant again, he's a beast. I mean, I, I've been running the ring already. He's a strong guy. Like, I mean, like, he's, listen, he's heavy-handed. So, so good thing we did a sparring section. So now when I go in the ring, I know how I got to fight this guy. I got power, but the man, I got to give him credit. And one thing about me, I don't hate on nobody. I say it how it is. He's way stronger, way bigger than me. But then I got to use this. I, don't, I can't use this. I got to use this. So when I go over there, make sure I come out victorious. Well, I got to tell you, Hazel, man, when I when I met you out in Florida, it was brief, but you're a gentleman. You're a great dude, man. Obviously, the heavyweight champ, well-decorated celebrity boxing champion. Uh, so I know you're going to put on a great show. I know the fans are excited. I did have a question. One of the uh, one of our viewers here had a question for you. Uh, this was from Tara Daly. Will the Latin lover make a wrestling debut? Will you transition to wrestling? <laughs> That's something to think about. We, we would have to uh, get him in training. I think I think he can do that. I'm going to throw it out there for the champ, for the heavyweight <laughs> champ of the world, the celebrity boxing. I'm going to throw it out there. Coincidentally, the Sandman's going to be the main event that night. Maybe we could have a sit-down conversation, the Sandman and Hazel Roche, and maybe we could get some wrestling going on. Well, you know what? Uh, about the Sandman, uh, if you didn't know the story, when I first started celebrity boxing, the Sandman was the headline against Team Wenspoon. We was on a, on a press conference in, a, what was the club? Well, the one where they opened up? No, the one where we went with the Sandman. Oh, anyway, it was uh, in, a, in a club, and, you know, I was uprising in Hazel Roche, and when they called me, he saw I got a lot of people, and the Sandman looked at me and said, don't worry, I'm coming for that belt. So me and the Sandman got this little thing just because I guess he thinks he can take me, and he throw beer at me when he's finished. So that's another thing that I think we should do this fight just because. What I want to know is where is the goddamn Sandman tonight on this podcast? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he's scared. Let, let him know what the Latin lover is looking for. <laughs> all I know is the Latin lover showed up tonight. That's all I know. The Latin lover always shows up at anything celebrity boxing. But Hazel, there's one thing, like before you go, you have to mention this. So you've sort of uh, re reformed a new team in celebrity boxing. T 
TWT, the winning team. So why don't you tell everyone what it is, what it's about, and who, who are the family members? Let me leave one of the ladies. You know what I'm Okay, so um, TWT is, it consists right now for Mr. T. Codges, Hazel Roche, uh, Mr. W, uh, Mr. Gabriel Jose Gabriel Morales, that is the MBK Vision Entertainment um, um, manager. He managed my career. And we decided when we went to Florida, <clears throat> Mr. Codges called me and said, Hazel, why wouldn't do a team? Why wouldn't do a team? I'm like, you know, I mean, it's okay, but Hazel Roche got a whole team. Hazel Roche got a whole squad. But, you know, I love to show love to everybody who showed up. So, you know, I was I was sitting down. It was like four females in my room. And, uh, 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 look at that. Service I made. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I apologize. So, we, we decide, uh, I called, I, I thought about the TWT, the winning team, because we are undefeated. We are really winning. So I spoke to Morales, I spoke to Mr. W, and everybody agreed, listen, we can go on with the TWT. Now, the TWT go above celebrating boxing, which we do other things like the win contest. Uh, we, we, I mean, we don't, we don't do it, but we got people representing, and we got the second and the third place. We got the ladies. You know, if a man don't have a lady, so I don't, I don't have, they cannot be a winner. You got to have this to be a winner. I mean, <laughs> I'm with you on that. See, I, that's why I like Hazel, man. His, his mind is where my mind is at. That's Everyone what I like. Everyone loves Hazel. Everyone does. So, so I mean, I always thanks God. Thanks to David Feldman. Feldman always believed in me. Since the first day he saw me. He, um, Jackie Barber, Linda... I mean, Jamie Club, since the first day he saw me, he said, listen, Hazel, we're going to do it. So, Mr. Diana over here, besides being one of the team shit there, she's the one slapping me in the back, too, so I won't. Mm. So, I was like, we got a lot of projects coming on, movies, yeah. a lot of things. We're working on a movie, true story about Hazel's life from the beginning to the present, and uh, his downfalls and his, his, uh, his todays. Wow, that's amazing, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So, I mean, thanks to y'all because by y'all doing all this, the inviting us, you make us bigger. Everybody can see I know who's the real Latin lover. The Latin lover is not about females only. I'm about to create memories and, and make people happy. When they go there, they can see me. Whether not everybody likes you because it happens. Not everybody likes you. But you know what I mean? We got to keep moving forward as long as I keep doing good and make people smile. Make yeah. people happy. Um, I, I'm gonna be over there. We want to make him known as a motivator, especially to young children. The great, well, the great thing about and to men too, because these motivator guys. Oh uh, no, you're great, and uh, I think Hazel, you got a nat you got a natural uh, chemistry about you, man. You know, I think people are very drawn to you, man. So you got that, and that's a that's something you can't teach. You just got that energy, man. So I'm wishing you the best of luck at the next event coming up for your title defense, and uh, I hope to see you in Florida. I'll be there. Yes, yes on the 24, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be fighting somebody. Um, and we're gonna take my crew. My crew gonna be over there. So every everywhere the Latin lover goes, the ladies goes, the men's go. Because you know I want to thank everybody over here again. It's not the Latin lover who make this. 
is the females, is the guys, is everybody. So um, it's a team. It's a team effort. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna come over here and say, oh, hey, so Roche is this, hey, so no, no, no. All of y'all make the Latin lover. If if y'all if y'all if y'all didn't push me to that level, it won't be nobody. Just hey, so Roche. I might have wanted to be maybe picking up cans or something. something, something <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is Hazel Roche 2020, baby. Let's do yeah. it. He's doing it. He, he's doing it big. And Hazel does as well. He, he, he works hard, but he surrounds himself with, with good people, good trainers, and most importantly, family. And they're always there to support him. And I think that's what carries him on. And he, he is the charismatic guy in celebrity boxing. And that's why people, you're right, Joe, are drawn to Hazel. And, and that's why they're so proud to call him the, the, the world heavyweight champion. So good luck, champ. Can't wait to see you in a couple days. It's going to be Thank amazing. You so Thank you, guys. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Thank you for having everybody over here. And anytime, you're more than welcome to my casa. All right. Oh, man. God bless you, man. Thank you, brother. God bless you, too. Have a great night. You, too. Take care, guys. Take care. You Ooh, have we you just have had the heavyweight champion of the world of celebrity boxing, Hazel yeah. Roche. What an honor to have the heavyweight champ on. And you have to, and if you haven't seen it, I'm going to share it. This documentary on his life, and I know they're mm -hmm. they're working on an extension of it, but it's quite the thing. He's running the streets with Rocky, and they show the training platform, but they show the love for his family. But this pillow fight, Joe, this pillow fight's unreal. It's like a, a Playboy model suit. Like Hazel's living life to the absolute fullest. Um, people just love him. And he, he, like I said, he represents everything that's celebrity boxing. Uh, he, you know, he's about it every single day. Yeah. And if he, Ian Grant, his opponent uh, coming up here in Atlantic City is a tough dude, a very quiet guy. Uh, mm -hmm. can keep things to himself. Um, Got to watch those quiet ones. Yeah, those quiet ones. But once again, Hazel is bringing a lot of that, you know, attitude, uh, a lot of that big presence. A lot of that support behind him. And even with the big entrance, we find sometimes psych some of these uh, boxers out before the match even starts because they just mm -hmm. feel like they're overwhelmed. Um, but Ian Graham, once again, he's, he's no pushover. So this will be a, a very, very good match. But once again, when you're the world heavyweight champion, you're going to have to perform miracles to take that belt off the champ and, uh, you know, to take it off. And so uh, Hazel, Hazel's sneaky good, bro. I mean, obviously he's an imposing figure. There's no question about it, but he's sneaky good, you know, and, and sneaky. You got to be careful with sneaky good because that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a tough order right there, man. And I like it. I like it. And Hazel's a good dude too, man. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna be rooting for him, man. I got, I got, I gotta say it. I got Hazel. I got Hazel on this one. That's think, my prediction. I think I'm with you there, just to see how much passion and love and and persistence this guy. And I'm sure Ian Grant is doing it, but the, you know Hazel's up at 4:30 every morning in the gym, doing his weights, having his food. Back in the, it's one you you've heard it. You get tired of watching someone work out. Like this would be one, one of those guys. Look who's here! That's my guy, right? And, and then we got, and then we got the man himself, Nick Fresh. Nick, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Welcome. What's up, Nick? Joe? Thanks for having me. What's up, JPK? My well, pleasure. Let, my pleasure. Let me provide Nick Fresh Donato with the proper introduction. So, coming into this, he was celebrity boxing number one contender, but they call him Fresh because when he was young, he always had the, the coolest clothes, the coolest gear. He always looked fresh. He always smelled good. So the lady said, or so Nick is telling me that the lady said, but um, Nick's a real charismatic guy with a lot of heart. 
um, has a soft presence when you meet him, but he's a guy that does his talking in the ring. Heart of gold, hard worker, uh, star of MTV's Catfish, uh, ran for local political office, and wow. now that's celebrity cool. boxing 71 is going against Cletus Bailey. And you could tell us all about this feud, Nick, because it's been a lot of fun yeah. for the America's Cruiserweight Championship on the line on Saturday. So thanks for joining us, Nick. I appreciate Welcome. that, JBK. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? So, so I know yeah, that, yeah oh, so, uh, I know that you no, and no. Cletus uh, are going head to head uh, in a couple days, and there's been a rivalry, to say the least, on social yep. media. You've guys exchanged a few words, so why don't you tell the uh, rest of the world uh, what's been going on with you two and what can we expect Saturday night? Um, well, so today's my one-year anniversary um, of celebrity – actually, my first fight in celebrity boxing. Um, so I'm 3-0 in that span, and I just think, like, you know, it's a lot of work that goes into this. You know, it's not just getting in the ring and fighting. Um, there's a lot of events you got to show up for. There's a lot of pictures you got to take. There's a lot of conferences you got to make. Um, a lot of travel. Um, so to think that I'm going to just go in there Saturday and lay down for some clown that was obviously politicking for his spot. It's his first fight and he's got a title shot. I had to work my way for this title shot. So wow. this means a lot. To, this means a lot to me. And um, like I told him, um, there's three things he can gain from me on Saturday. One's an ass whooping. Two is my respect. Three is the Cruiserweight Championship. But the only thing guaranteed is the ass whooping. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And this heated right and Cletus has come back with a few words for, for Nick and, and that really draws us to the you know the entertaining aspect. Both individuals know how to cut a promo, know how to promote their fights. Um, but there is some serious tension here between the two of them. Um, you can feel it. We can see it in Nick. And, you know, one thing you're right on, Nick, like you said, you worked your way up for this opportunity to, for, for a year. You were the number one contender. Now you have your opportunity for a championship belt. Cletus walks in the door, professional wrestler, first uh, celebrity boxing match. He gets the same opportunity as you. So it sounds like you're using some of that. Uh, I won't use the word hatred. It's a little strong. But some of that emotion to fuel you in your fight. Yeah, yeah. No hatred. Um, it's just, you know, um, it adds fuel to my the fire I already bring to the ring, and um, you know I'm I'm looking forward to the match, and I'm looking forward to to walking out champion, and then you know being the fighting champion, going right down to Florida April 18th and defending my title against whoever wants it. So I love you- it, man. I you know I'm I'm excited for it. I'm really curious though, like what started this whole like what started this whole beef for you guys, and what has this been? leading up to the fight, you know, like what, how has that been for you? So, I mean, I mean, I really had nothing, um, no animosity towards the guy. I Mm -hmm. mean, he just, he just got on, you know, I guess when the match got made, he got on Facebook and he was just talking reckless, talking reckless. Um, I showed up to an event that, um, he, well, we both happened to be at and he, you know, decided to call me out. Um, we got into a little tussle at his event and, um, you know, I punched him in the mouth. We got broken up. It got broken up or whatever. It was a couple oh, weeks shit. Ago. oh, shit. Oh, shit. And, um, you know, um, but he's just relentlessly been talking, you know, a lot of, a lot of trash. Um, and I feel like for somebody to just humble yourself a little bit for someone that just walked in and got a title shot, you know? So, yeah. um, and, and, you know, that's that. And, uh, so that's where also his last name is Bailey and he's been acting like a clown. So I call him Cletus the Clown. 
Wow. Wow. Why'd you punch why'd you punch him in the face? What happened with that? it just got into we we got into a tussle. He he called me out. Um was he was he wrestling that night and like were you in the crowd or was, something like that or yeah, yeah. It was um well he didn't have a match. He was just he he just he had cut a promo okay. and um he felt the need to just call me out. I guess he had word that I was I was at the same event and um he called me out. We you know, we got into a little tussle. Um and then just one thing I do another, I swung on him, and then it got broken up before anything else escalated. Wow, crazy man! Yeah. So, so Nick, let me ask you a question for, for those fans who haven't seen you fight before, and they're coming to Atlantic City. What what can they expect in a Nick Dinato match? Um, um, like I said, my I'm, I try to one up my entrance every time. Um, I try to. Um, one up the the crowd engagement each time that I, that I fight. Um, I, I look to entertain when I'm in the ring, but you know, someone that's my size usually, um, people think that I'm just gonna go on the attack, and and usually I'm a counter puncher, and then I come and I, and I attack you. Yeah. Do you expect do you expect to go three rounds or an early knockout? I never underestimate underestimate my opponent. Um, I'm I'm in this one. Just to make a statement that you got to work for your spot. You can't just walk in and get your spot. I'm, I'm looking for a knockout, but um, I won't say that I can't see it going three rounds. But I would say that I, I, I'm looking to end it, end of the first, the beginning of the second. All right. So, so folks, don't leave your seat. Go, don't go refill your refreshment. Grab some more popcorn because you may <laughs> miss a Nick Donato celebration. Is that what you're telling me? <clears throat> yep. Yep. Exactly. There it is. Hey, quickly. I I can't wait for it, man. I'm excited for it. I super am, man. I, I think it's going to be a great battle. And I like the fact that you guys, as an entertainment aspect, I like the fact that you guys have beef outside of the ring. It's going to be more entertaining. It probably is going to be the most amped up fight of the night only because of the situation that you guys had outside of the ring, man. So wishing you the best of luck. And I just hope it's going to be a great, uh, great fight. I appreciate that, man. All right, Nick. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us. All uh, right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Thank you, Nick. You have a good one, brother. Thanks for joining the show. You too. You too. Thanks. Thanks. Nick's another guy who's the, you know, uh, life long born in Philadelphia, cares a lot about his community, mm -hmm. has a lot of family and friends support there. So this is another guy who's since Atlantic City is very close to his hometown, is going to have a lot of support in the ring. Um, I, I know Cletus is from the area too, but, 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 but Nick DiDonato, he really draws them in. So I think that's going to help him out, push him along. And like I said, like he said, he's been waiting a year for this opportunity. So if you push for anything for a year and you finally get that opportunity, you're just not laying down. Like you're ready to go. So this is going to be highly entertaining because of the energy that's going on. Oh. It's the most fueled one rivalry <laughs> that we've had so far in celebrity boxing, the few events I've been a part of. Bro, I, I, 100, man. Absolutely. I agree with you, man. I think this is going to be a knockdown, drag-out brawl. I really do. There's, there's, some, there's some animosity. There's some hatred there. So you know it's going to be a good fight, and, and these guys really want to hurt one another. So I'm looking forward to that. What's your prediction for the match? I have. See, I, I've seen footage of Cletus Bailey professional wrestling. So he's very, he's a very agile, uh, you know, cowboy sort of tough guy type gimmick. Um, but I've seen and I've spoken to Nick lots about boxing. 
So based on what I know and what I have seen, I see Nick coming out victorious. Now, celebrity wow. boxing. Anything can happen. You know, Anything like, can happen. On any given Sunday, we hear that all the time. Nick could have an off night. But just the fact that he's he's had this eye on this opportunity for a year. Uh, he's been motivated. Uh, he's carried himself well. Um, he, he grows and he grows. I, I can't see him letting this slip through his hands. Well, we got another match coming up. Matt Wolf and Mr. Danny Salick here. And we got Matt Wolf on the line right now. Matt. My guy, What's up, Matt guys? Wolf. Matt, welcome to What's the podcast, up? bro. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. Welcome. We have to tell the world quickly the story about Matt Wolf and how impressed we are at Celebrity Boxing with Matt. So, And it's been told to a lot of people. So in Celebrity Boxing 69, there was a last-minute replacement in the main event, and Matt Wolf stepped in. And, it, yep. and things did not go his way. He got knocked out early. Now, if anyone's been in that position before where things don't go your way when you had a big opportunity, a lot of people just give up and quit. But I've been talking. I'm not giving up. Yeah, that's it. I've been talking with Matt the last couple of weeks, and you can speak to this. This motivated you more, right, Matt? Tell us. All yeah, about it lit the spark in the killer beast to come back fighting because he distracted me with a pair of titties front row and snuffed me. <laughs> yeah, the, the screech way, right? But yeah, basically. So, so, so you stepped, you stepped up. You had this big opportunity, and it slipped away. But here you are. You're bouncing back. You got a big match versus Danny Salik, um, a yep. very, a very fit, large presence in, individual. Um, so, how, how, how have you mentally prepared for this match based on what happened in Celebrity Boxing '69? I've just been training hard every day, yeah. thinking about how I'm. This guy's going to be street, screech, and I'm going to knock him the hell out. So, so you go for the knockout. That's that's what's up. Yeah. Now my redemption, I'm coming back. So how, what's your game plan? I mean, obviously this is a this is a bigger guy. Uh, it looks like you got some experience there. Uh, you know, so what's your game plan to to knock this guy out? It's a tall order. Right. Right now, I'm just gonna have to see how he is in the ring, find his weakness, and go for that weakness. Mm-hmm. And then. Knock him out when he's not expecting it. Tara Daly says Team Wolf. She's all about it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's one of my best friends out there. T Tara, thank you, Tara. Yeah, and and Matt always has fan support with him too because I remember seeing you at the press conference and, and and Matt came on with a great coat. You came in there with the first thing I noticed, Matt. Matt I've always come and pimping. Yeah, I had a black fur coat on. Yeah, <laughs> with my diamond watch and my diamond bracelet. So he makes that that big flashy presence. So are, are you gonna? Do you have a big flashy uh, ring ring attire presence when you enter the ring, or are you just going? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I can't can't wait. I have brand new music that I got. I got a whole new entrance gear. People are gonna sit back and be like, "What the hell did he just come out as?" They're not gonna expect what I'm coming out in. So one of the things, Matt. So your opponent, Danny Salek. I mean. Uh, it, this guy's a, a natural uh, fitness model. I don't think there's an ounce of fat on him. So he, he's he's conditioned to go the distance. Um, that would scare me because I can't even do three minutes on a treadmill. So ha have you been <laughs> have you been working on your conditioning in the case this goes uh, three uh, three rounds and you can't get that knockout early on? Yeah, I've been running constantly daily, and. 
just keeping my cardio and my stamina up. Trip when being it, prepared for him. Because I've uh, only seen one important. match of his. Yeah. Yep. What, one of the things we like about you and Danny are, are you guys that uh, you talk a little bit of outside the ring, but you're really saving your energy for the actual match. And uh, yeah, are- we haven't spoken at all. Yeah. Except at yeah. the press conferences was like, hello. Hey. Yeah. yeah where's he at? And he that was about on. it. I don't see him coming on the podcast. I don't see him calling in. Nope. Nah, man. He's probably scared. Scared. Yeah. That's what I think too. And and Matt, you have a you, you have a professional wrestling background. I know it's in your family. Your uncle was Bam Bam yes. Bigelow. Uh, but wait, you, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Well, I rewind, knew you were going to jump on that. <laughs> hold on a sec. Hold on. Pretty cool. Right? So, so so the beast from the east, East Brunswick, New Jersey. Bam Bam Bigelow. Asbury uncle? Park, New Jersey. Asbury Park. Yes. Respect, respect. That's your uncle. Yeah. Yes. What? It's Tell me about that. Brother. I got What? This is your uncle, like straight legit. Yeah. It's oh, in the well, blood. hold on. I, I'm a fanboy out right now because I'm big wrestling <laughs> fan. So Bam Bam Bigelow, man. I mean, I dude, know. he. you know, Bam Bam Bigelow was so before his time. He was the biggest man that could do a fucking moonsault off the top rope. I mean, no guy his size was doing moonsaults, dude. Dude, that guy Between the was... 70s to late 80s. He was the only guy to do it. Nobody was, else could no. have done it. 100%, man. Bam Bam was always super impressive, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Matt, you we, we already know by that it, it's in Matt's blood. Um, and I know, yeah. I think we, you've been in part of the wrestling business since, what, 2004, Matt? About that, yeah. So I kicked in 2004, yeah. started training. So are you going to use it? It's been in my heart. Do you plan on using any of that? Obviously, this is a boxing match. It's not a wrestling match. But a lot of that physique and conditioning comes into play and the entertainment value. So how much of it? How much of your professional wrestling experience do you draw on when you uh, go into the boxing ring? A lot. Yeah, It's all charisma, character. It's all driven towards that. It's bring the fans in, have them high, have them low. Just bring them into the action and don't let them go. Right. And I can't wait to see what jacket you're going to wear when you enter the ring. Because if it's anything like the press conference, <laughs> I, I, I got something in the works. Dress for the role you want, right? Damn yes. right. Yeah, that, that's right. Well, we're really looking for. If I could use pyro, I would, but not in that building. Well, we do have Fireman Freddy there as our uh, yeah. referee, but I don't even think. He'll sign off on a card for that. <laughs> but we're uh, well, yeah. I'm wishing you the best of luck, Matt. And uh, thank you, guys. Make that comeback, brother, and uh, represent Bam Bam Bigelow, I'm ready man. For it. I- I'm in your corner, dog. You just said Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm in your corner. Thank you, I got thank you, man. you. Absolutely, 100. All right. Thank you very thank much. Thanks a lot, Matt. We'll s- we'll see you soon. Have a great night, guys. Thanks for coming on the podcast, brother. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. My pleasure, pleasure, man. My pleasure. Good luck to you. Have a good night. So one of like he was mentioning. Wow. You said Bam Bam Bigelow, bro. I mean, dude, that was that was my childhood right there, bro. Amazing. And when Matt mentioned it to me, I did sort of the same thing you did. The Bam Bam, like there's any other Bam Bam, but I did the same thing. 
Bam Bam Bigelow, like, was my idol when I was a kid. Just that, just that mean, tough look, and he was so versatile for his size. He was ahead of his time. You're absolutely right. I will tell you something. Bam Bam Bigelow, man, if any, any wrestling fans that are watching right now, I mean, Bam Bam Bigelow was, if you guys don't know who this guy was, I mean, you want to talk about one tough SOB. I mean, you're talking big, man. I mean, you're talking, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking 6'3", six, 6'4", over 300 pounds, you know, just a big man, but tough, agile. I mean, man could climb the top ropes at his size and do a freaking moonsault. Tattoos on his head, dog. I mean, this <laughs> this is a bad ass dude. And and you're from Asbury Park, New Jersey. You got to be a tough dude by default, man. That was one tough dude, man. And I'm a, you know me. I'm a big bare knuckle fan. I'm, I love bare knuckle championship. I mean, that's my that's my jam right there. That guy, I think, would have did really well in bare knuckle, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And rest in peace to Bam Bam, man. The beast from the east. Rest in peace, man. Absolutely. So we'll see if Matt Matt Wolf can bring out his inner beast. He goes by the nickname the Killer Beast, so he probably draws some Bam Bam in that. And uh, I think I, I think he's going to need to draw a lot of it in because Danny Salik's a, a pretty fit, tough dude. So, but I can see the match. I, I can see it going the distance. Uh, Matt has a lot of um, courage built in him, and and for him to come over the you know the 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 versatile ending of celebrity boxing 69 and not give up and get right back into the ring takes a lot. So, you know, we congratulate him for that. So if he brings a lot of that heart, could go either way. Got that right, man. So we got other callers on the line. Uh, yeah, we wait, hold, hold on a second. Look, look who's popping up right now. There it is. My God, the man himself. <laughs> we got, there he is. What's Lord, going on? What's up, man? Hey, listen, this by this is not cool. This is coincidence. You see it, Joe? <laughs> I, I, hey, the Yankee oh, showed up. You know, I didn't even know you I bro, didn't even know you were gonna have that on, man. <laughs> I got I gotta tell you, man, I liked you from the moment I met you. I liked it when we spoke on uh, Damon Feldman's radio show. But now that I know you're a Yankee fan, bro, much love, man. Yeah, much love. And all I have to tell you guys is something. Let's go Blue Jays. Come on, let's go Jays. Yeah, so so anyway, so so anyway. <laughs> so Lavari, thank you. A uh, big big month for I got to tell you though. Here's something here's something even more pressure. <laughs> I want to say that I'm originally from Queens, so I should be a Mets fan, yet I'm a Yankees fan. I love it. That, those are the best people from Queens. The people that are Yankee fans from Queens. The best people you can ever meet. I love it. Thank That's you. Salute to you. Salute <laughs> to you, my friend. So it's been a big month for you, Lavari. Yeah, new album release, Moment of Love, came out on Valentine's Day. Uh, rocking right up the charts, getting a lot of airplay, album sales. You performed at New York Fashion Week. And something big coming up with Celebrity Boxing. You're doing the National Anthem on March the 7th, kicking off the show. So tell us all about your month. Very awesome. what, what, what an amazing month well, for you. Tell all about it. Wow. First of all, I'm, I'm so grateful to be in the presence of great company. I'm so excited about all the fighters, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? I do have a favorite. My, my bet is, is definitely on Josh, Josh Cologne. So, you know, definitely looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, that's man. One, that's one tough SOB right there. 
Facts, facts, facts. And I just moved to Philly recently, man. So, you know, I got to chop it up, chop it up with him and Angelo and, and everybody. So it's really cool. And yeah, man, I'm honored to be singing the national anthem in, in AC at the event, man. That's awesome. Yeah, That's exciting, man. I got to tell you, bro, first and foremost, you're a great singer, great entertainer. You know, I've seen a oh, lot of your work, man. Seriously, for real, man. And you're a cool, cool friggin' guy, man. So that that's that's great. And uh, I got to tell you, one of the one of the talents I wish God had blessed me with was a singing voice, but he did not. Uh, you know, I could hit a falsetto here and there, but not too good. But uh, I appreciate the fact that you're a great singer, great entertainer, man. So, I mean, if I could sing a national anthem at an event, that would be a dream come true. Unfortunately, that will never happen. But I will live vicariously through you. So how does that feel for you being on the stage in celebrity boxing, knowing that you're going to sing, you know, America's greatest song? First of all, thank you so much for for all of your for all of your words. That means a lot to me, Joe. Thank you very much uh, for saying that. I appreciate it. I got to tell you, one of my biggest dreams growing up was to sing the national anthem. I was like, I want to sing the national anthem at as many events as I can. And then uh, my first opportunity to sing it was in college. So, um, you know, I've been doing it um, at several places, um, especially on Veterans Day and Memorial Day in Jersey City. You know, God bless those that serve our country and protect our country. Um, so it's always an honor. I'm, I'm always as excited to sing that as I am, you know what I'm saying? So, and to do it in Atlantic City, legendary showboat in front of, in front of you ladies and gentlemen, it, it really is a blessing and like, seriously. So, you know, and I'm always glad to be good. I had a lot of doing uh, celebrity bounce going Florida, so well, this is gonna be best as well. You gonna be in Florida, bro? You coming down to the Florida event? No, no, I'm I'm sorry. I, I did the Florida event. Not I did the I did the previous event in Florida. So yeah. you're boxing seven. But but you're gonna come down to the next one in April. Hey man, if I'm asked, I will. <laughs> So hey, <laughs> let's get it. Let, hey, hey, Jamie, me, me too, and you have a tech team, but Damon, bro, let's have a chat with him, bro. Because when when Lavari was last in Florida with Adam Barda and uh, Patricia Cantrell, Tan Mom, what what performances that that they put on? Um, just amazing live performances, amazing vocals. People are off their seat dancing, and that fits right into the celebrity boxing um, platform. But yeah. now we, you know, we have a supersized Lavari. We said. A brand new album that's just released, um, rock, rocking right up the charts. You know the Billboard dance charts. I'd love to see my name in Billboard magazine. Lavari's right there, doing amazing things. I know the album sales are crushing. Um, it's an amazing album. I, I use it to work out when I do any workouts downstairs. We love it here. I'm showing it to my friends here in Canada. It's an original sound. Um, you got a vibrant personality that fits in super well with celebrity boxing. And here's one thing I'm really jealous about. Lavari starts uh, you know, co-starring as a movie role in, in a cult horror movie. Can, can I say the title? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. For, oh, forgive me. There, there's a slight, delay. there's a slight delay when, when you guys are talking. So forgive me yeah. if I'm pausing, yeah. but so, absolutely. So you have a role in a cult horror movie, the barn Two, And if you haven't seen the, the first barns, a cult favorite, so you're doing some amazing things. So I absolutely celebrity boxing would love to have him at any event he's available for. Dude, uh, 
I got to tell you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Dude, being a part of a horror movie, I'm a huge horror movie junkie, yeah. man. So that's a, that's a dream come true. Dude, I keep living vicariously through Lavari, bro. I love it. <laughs> so much, man. So be, say, that being said, um, one of my favorite, I'm sure you too, uh, my favorite horror franchise. I don't know what yours is. What, what is your favorite horror franchise? Jamie, what's yours? Saw. Abs the Saw franchise. Saw franchise, Jamie. I'm old school, bro. I like The Exorcist, man. Oh, okay, okay. I like I liked some demonology shit. Okay, man. cool. I like the so, Friday... Okay, so Friday the 13th is my favorite, and um, the star is the original Jason from Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. Really? So that's who that's who I play play yeah. opposite. Yes, sir. Ari, Ari Lehman, uh, original Jason from Friday the Thirteenth Part yeah. One. He is. Wow. He plays my boss. I love it. And then um, yeah. our nemesis is Lily B movie scream queen. My favorite horror film actress time. Since I was a, to meet her, and now I'm in a movie with her. It's a blessing, man. I'm grateful. It's out later on this year. And where Lavari, if you. If you want to tell everyone where they can get, uh, you know, a, a copy of the new album, Moment of Love. I know it's out there on all the platforms, but why don't you let everyone know? Sure, Moment of Love is available now on all platforms, all streaming platforms, um, iTunes, Amazon, etc. It's also available on Amazon. And I know our celebrity boxing alum, Linda Finelli, she got a copy. She ordered a pre-copy of it. So that's a Linda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Linda, um, Linda, yeah. uh, you can stream it on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Apple, all that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's everywhere and it's moving. And I know we're trying to get Linda on and I, I know she's going to say fantastic things about the album because she keeps raving about it and justifiably so. Right. It, but it really is. Yeah, it really was an exciting February, and I know you're going to keep moving into March and uh, keep living that artistic dream, you know, envious. But this horror movie thing, I, the minute I heard about it too, Joe, I'm like, okay, now I'm a mega Lavari fan. Like, yeah, if I dude, I'm a big fan of Lavari, man. I'm a big fan, bro. So this, it, this locks it in, bro. This locks it in right here. Yeah. But we're really looking Thank forward to it. Thank you so to, much. I'm going to show what, what... When we link up in AC, I'm I'm going to show you guys behind the scenes. We don't want to give away any spoilers, but wait until you see the special effects they did on me. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to show you man. guys when we link during the weekend. Yeah, that's going to be good. It's going to be a fun weekend and so happy you're part of it again. Um, big, you're a big part of Celebrity Boxing, LeVari, and I know they're all happy to have you aboard. Thank you, gentlemen. God bless you. I really look forward to seeing you all in person. Much Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Okay. Absolutely, man. My my pleasure, man. Wishing you but the best of luck. Good luck in AC. And I know I'll see you soon, my man. So keep doing your thing. We have Linda. Much man. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Linda. There she is. I see Linda's face. <laughs> Linda, say <laughs> unmute yourself and say a couple of things. You've been waiting patiently. <laughs> we gotta get we're gonna get Lin linda's gonna be all right linda yeah she, we're work gonna on that audio linda work on that audio
Let Jamie, me, yeah. I got to tell you, Jamie, I'm super excited. All right. We've had quite a few people calling in for Celebrity Boxing 71. I'm super excited about this. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. We got nothing but nonstop action that's going to be coming up for this event. I mean, dude, like, dude. This podcast has been unbelievable so far, man. I'm amped, dude. I wish the fight was happening tonight, bro. And, and we haven't even talked about the main event yet. But one we of haven't the, even got to Catfish Sandman yet. We haven't even touched it. But you you can really feel the passion that the people behind celebrity boxing and the fans of celebrity boxing have for it. And we know if it's your first celebrity boxing event, you're gonna be we're gonna draw you in. Um, because it really is, it's a sports entertainment event. You're there to be entertained. These, oh, these yeah. are athletes. These are tough, um, men and women fighting. Um, they're tough SOBs and they're trained, but they're, they're also there to entertain you. And I think people can really appreciate that. And you're going to go home with a huge smile on your face. And I mean, I, I, I'm just me This is be my personal opinion, but I love when the women fight. I yeah. love watching women fight 100%. 100%. I think one day I'm going to marry a woman fighter. That's so, just me personally. So I'm just saying. We have a women's match on the card, and I don't know if we have any of them queued in, but we have uh, Gabriella Downey versus Trish Ann. Now, uh, it, it, it's Gabriella's uh, first fight with celebrity boxing. Um, she's has she had her own personal motivation story in the last few months where she's lost a significant amount of weight, has gone into training, has found a new motivation. So this is her first time stepping into the ring and she's stepping in uh, against a competitor by the name of Trish Ann. So Trish Ann's fought twice, one win, one disqualification. She's tough. Uh, uh, she, 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 you know, she tells me she's a skateboarder. Um, she's very athletic, very strong. Uh, but Gabriella also her first fight. Doesn't know what to expect in the ring, but I really think that they're going to amaze the audience, um, especially after if we think about Celebrity Boxing 70, Joe, in South Florida, when we had, you know, Christine Curran versus Natalie DiDonato, when those two women stepped into the ring, they put on a match beyond matches, wildly entertaining, fast paced. They were well conditioned and they were a solidified main event. And I really, we got, you know, we got high expectations for Gabriella and Trish Ann's fight too at Celebrity Boxing. So we're very happy they're on the card. Jamie, let me ask you, man, because you're the voice of Celebrity Boxing, man. You're the heart and soul of this thing, along with Damon Feldman. I got to ask you, I want to get a little background for our viewers uh, of of both of these women. So Gabriel Downey, let's talk about her for a minute. What's her What's her claim to fame and what brings her to Celebrity Boxing? So her claim to fame is being a personal motivator of people and mm -hmm. helping people get back on track on their lives. Um, she has had some setbacks, you know, just recently discussing with her. We had a sit-down interview. Um, she did lose a husband to suicide, um, and, she, and her son struggles with mental health issues. And she makes this public because she wants, she knows a lot of other people across the nation suffer from the same type of um, adversity. But she uses her own personal trage tragedies to help motivate people get out of their own um, downsides and depressions. Um, and she's found fitness in her life. And I know that she did link up with Damon to take on a new opportunity. And she's about all new challenges. So stepping into the ring is one of these challenges. So she's been training hard. She's been getting some, um, you know, training from professional trainers um, the last few weeks. So she's ready to step in. But she's going against Trish Ann. Um, who's fought twice for celebrity boxing. 
Mm-hmm. Like I said, one and one. The the loss was through a disqualification. Um, Ooh, DQ. What happened on the DQ? You know what? Trish doesn't tell me too much about the disqualification. I, if, what I hear from my sources, there might have been a low blow in there, but that's uh, hereby to be confirmed. A low blow to another woman? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Not yeah. buying it. I would think a high blow, but not a low blow. There you go. <laughs> but uh, Trish Ann uh, definitely comes in with with strong motivation. Um, she has this whole, I don't call it a skateboarding gimmick because she is a skateboarder. Um, mm-hmm. And she comes in there with, with a lot of high energy and has the experience. So Gabriella is going to be in tough this match. But like I said, the, the women outstandingly impressed in Florida. And we have high expectations also for what we're going to see here in Atlantic City. And yep. There, there's only one women's match out of 12, you know, and the whole thing in celebrity boxing is that, you know, we hope we see some more even diversity because we know, um, even if you look in the UFC world, that these women are, some of them are, are, are tougher than half the men out there. And, and their abilities to put on such an entertaining match is sometimes outsourced. So it, it's going to be a heck of a match to watch. Yeah, man, it, it really is, man. I'm excited to see it. I always love women fighting. It's just, I don't know what it is about two women getting in the ring and beating the crap out of each other, but I just happen to like it very much. So by default, I am going to enjoy this match very much. So Yeah, it's going to be very good. Do you have yeah. anyone else on the line? We do. Yeah, we got we got the we got this this gentleman right here has been patiently waiting, Mr. Mr. Tim himself. Tim is in, bro. Tim is in. Tim, welcome hey. to the podcast. What's going on, guys? How we living, brother? Ah, living good. Waiting for this fight. March 7th, a couple days away. I'm excited. I'm excited to see you, man. I met, I met you down. You know, Welcome to the podcast. I met yeah. you down in South Florida outside of the uh, the Tuscan Grill, man. And uh, you're a good dude, man. And, and happy to see that you got the strap with you, bro. So good luck to you. Welcome to the podcast. And what's going on with you, man? Ah, not much, man. Just getting ready. Get my fans ready. A lot of people are going to be showing up for support in Atlantic City, and I I can't wait. I get a I get a bigger ring this time than last time in Florida when I won this belt, so I'm very excited to show off. You know, the fastest hands in the the super heavyweight division. So so this is big time Tim Cudges, and he has a big time presence in the ring, and 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 Tim has his own story of redemption that he shared many times, and he may want to speak about it, but. Uh, Tim came into the, into the ring in Celebrity Boxing 70, um, faced some adversity from the fan, but, but came out the champ, carries that big-time presence. But here we go again against Luis Perez, special force, you know, professional wrestler, pretty talented individual. So how are you uh, planning to uh, retain that championship, Tim? Any special plans in your training measures, and what's your approach to the ring come Saturday? I mean, it's just boxing. Like, I'm not I'm not going to look for the knockout. I'm going to outbox him. I'm going to box his ears off. We did the pre-weigh-in at Salsa last Thursday. The guy's probably, it was like 80, 86 pounds heavier than me. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So it's going to be, you know, creating distance, making sure he can't land that big punch, using my head work that I've been working on, lighting up the jab. The jab is fast, gentlemen. The jab is very fast. I love it. I love a fast jab. I don't like getting hit with a fast jab, but I like a fast jab. So, got to use it to create distance. 
So, so, so special force, as he likes to be called, um, doesn't have a lot of experience in the celebrity boxing ring. He, he's 0-1, and, and you, you know, you have a lot more. You're, you're 9-0-1, Tim, one loss coming to, from a disqualification. So do you think your experience in the ring is going to be a big factor uh, I mean, on Saturday? It's definitely going to be a factor. Like his last fight, he, he fought Hazel, and it was a – it was a good fight. Hazel had some stuff going on with his headgear and the Vaseline. It kept slipping. And uh, the guy the guy showed some stuff. And that's why I was fine with him being 0-1 and, and getting a title shot because he was – I wouldn't say he came very close, but he put up a good fight and had a good showing. So he's definitely deserving of another chance. And he's more in the, the super heavyweight weight class. So I'm just going to follow up and do, do what Hazel did and – beat this guy that's the plan i got this is my kind of my hometown i mean philly's my hometown obviously but ac is just an hour away so i'm really looking forward to putting on in front of my fans all the people that are going to be in attendance it's going to be a great night it's very exciting that's right and, and really i i consider and the rest of us consider tim undefeated you know, I, th- I believe you've had 10 matches, 9-0-1, but why don't you tell everyone it's kind of a, an interesting story, uh, who you fought in that disqualification match and what happened. So I fought uh, Meghan Markle's brother, the, the Duchess of Sussex, whatever, ah. whatever the case may be. <laughs> fought her brother. So interesting, I wasn't even fighting on the card, right? I showed up to the weigh-in to show my support to Damon. Damon, Me and Damon have been friends for 10 years. Like, I... No matter what, I'm going to show up and support him, even if I'm not on the card. Well, the night of the weigh-in, something happened with the opponent. Not real sure of the details, but he, he wasn't coming. He wasn't fighting. Damon asked me to step in. I had been training here and there in the gym because it was after my last fight, but I wasn't really in a training camp environment, which I'm used to. And um, Damon asked me, he's like, yo, can you step up? He's like, I need you there. I was like, you're my boy. I got you. We get into the ring. And the first round, I make this dude do the soldier boy. Like, he's in the corner like this. So, I'm fucked. I'm sorry. I'll watch my language. But no, I, I was handed it to him. Handed it to him. And uh, after the first round, the bell rings, right? So, the dude's five minutes go by. The guy has the paramedics in the corner. And for whatever reason, the fight continues. I don't know. The ref might not been doing his job. The doctor might not been doing his job. But for whatever reason, he had a five-minute break with paramedics in the corner. He comes trouncing out the corner in the second round, and I go for a liver shot. Now, they say it was low, a low blow, whatever it was. The guy folded like an accordion from it, and then I got disqualified. Do I think the disqualification was just? No, absolutely. Even if it was an accidental low blow, we know boxing rules. That's not a disqualification. They pulled the plug. They knew the money man was beat, and they uh, gave him the disqualification win. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, like I said, Tim, Tim's been in 10 belts, 9-0, and I guess we'll call it one. But essentially, he's undefeated. No one's been able to stop him on his path. Super America, super heavyweight champion, uh, extremely motivated. Uh, coming into the ring with uh, you know special force, um, you never underestimate your opponents. We've heard a few of the five fighters say that tonight. Great advice, um, but you know 
very important, you know, the Tim. And, of course, you're part of the TWT, the winning team. You guys are on quite the roll. So I guess it's important to sort of keep keep the victory laps going and, and, and keep motivated. And uh, we're expecting big things from you on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, I got to be there. I got to perform. I'm making my way down to Florida, and I'm not going to Florida on the 21st without this belt. I'll right. tell you that, Jamie. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're, we're really looking forward to your match. And it's interesting when you get into the ring against uh, some of these guys who have a professional wrestling background against guys who have been always solid boxing. Sometimes boxers sometimes have the edge because you're sort of in their home. And uh, I, I, I really find from what I've seen that you're, you're going to be carrying that title home after Saturday night, Tim. But uh, even more important, we know it's going to be a highly entertaining match. And uh, I know the fans are looking forward to it. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, too. And you're right. Well, you've seen the Witherspoon Sandman fight. That was actually my first one of my first fight cards back after a, a long time away. But you've seen how superior the boxer was to the wrestler. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to underestimate the dude. Dude's 80 pounds more than me. Like, I'm in for a fight. I have to work. I have to create distance. And I have to use the jab to beat him. It's not going to be one of those things where I'm looking for a knockout. Like, I want to stay winning. TWT, obviously. So, I'm going to do the work. I did the work leading up to the fight. I'm relaxing now. It's a couple days away. And we're going to do work on Saturday night and get that victory. Well, I'm wishing you the best of luck, Tim, man. And, uh, you know, I met you out in Florida, too, man. You're a cool dude. And, you know, I'm, I'm wishing you the best, man. I think it's going to be a great show, uh, 100. Thanks, Joe. I look forward to seeing you in Florida again in April. Yeah. Same right. here, brother. We'll talk soon. Hey, Joe, I, got, I have to mention, one of the things I've been catching my eye tonight, I see you have that green, that green pass ringside media. Uh, it looks pretty sharp. What's going on with that? Oh, oh yeah, man. We got uh, – that was from uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship uh, 10 uh, pay-per-view in Fort Lauderdale, Florida a couple of weeks ago. It was, uh, it was an amazing event. I got invited as uh, media personnel for – uh, for the event. So I was covering the event uh, from my podcast here uh, that I do live. And um, it was unbelievable, man. I had backstage access, uh, interviews, you know, we had the backdrop there. Uh, it was just an unbelievable experience, man. Bare Knuckle Championship 10 uh, was in Fort Lauderdale. Hector Lombard was the main event for that, uh, for that event. And it was on pay-per-view, Fight TV app, you know, you could order it anywhere. And uh, it, it was just unbelievable, man. Packed crowd, sold out, standing room only. I mean, it was that packed. It was it was amazing, man. And what a lot of people don't know about, you know, BKFC is probably the fastest growing combat sport promotion in the entire world right now. Back in the day when UFC was coming up, a lot of people would say, you know, it's brutal. It's a, it's a bloody sport. You know, it's not like boxing. It's worse. You know, a lot of critics out there. And, but UFC is now the top combat sport on the planet. You know, you can't beat it. It's amazing. It's just so entertaining. So many people love it. But now we have Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, which has been sanctioned for the first time since 1889. Okay. <laughs> wow. And thanks to the brother of Damon Feldman, who's a celebrity boxing CEO, David Feldman, who's the CEO of bare knuckle fighting championship uh it is the hottest growing combat sport in the world 
Uh, right now, the pace that it's making at, at the point that this promotion is at right now is actually moving faster and has a bigger following than UFC did at the same time frame. So that just goes to show. I mean, they're getting a lot of fighters that are transitioning from professional boxing, from UFC to move over to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. I personally, I mean, I was obviously covering, uh, covering the event live at BKFC 10. I spoke to Stitch Duran. And for those of the people that are in the chat that don't know who Stitch Duran is, he is the legendary Hall of Fame cut man of all combat sports, MMA, and boxing combined. He was in the Rocky movies. He was in the Creed movies. Stitch Duran, super legend, super great guy. I mean, just a, just a humble, amazing guy that you, you would love to talk to and get to know. Uh, Stitch Duran has been on my podcast before. Uh, I did a live interview with him a few times. Uh, last one was at the BKFC 10 event. And he even said, you know, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship is moving much, much faster than uh, UFC did at the same time frame. So it just goes to show BKFC uh, ran by David Feldman. It's In my opinion, as a fight fan, it's going to be the number one combat sport in the world. I know it will one day. It's going to overtake UFC. I truly, truly feel that. And one of the things like I found, well, one, because I follow you and I did see all the work that you did with the interviews um, um, right after and during BKFC 10. But it, it's just also their presentation is so professional and polished. Just the look of the ring um, displays, you know, like a big time event. And, you know, I hear the feedback. And then I'm on ESPN one day and boom, there's an article about all the work that's gone into it in the rise of BKFC. So they're on an amazing path forward and. It must be quite the privilege to be part of it. It really is, man. It's amazing. I mean, D me and Dave Feldman have a very good relationship. I mean, he's just a, you know, it's just a chemistry thing. You know, he's a great guy. Uh, we happen to like each other, you know, and he's been on the podcast before. He's coming on again. I'm doing a prediction show, a BK FC 11 pay-per-view that's happening in Wichita, Kansas, which is going to be a huge event. There's a big rematch that's going on for the women's championship for the bare knuckle women's championship and police gazette women's championship between Helen Peralta and Christine Faria. The first fight was an absolute knockdown drag out brawl. The second fight will most likely be the same. In my opinion, it should be the main event. I'm super excited to see this fight. Uh, and, you know, just to have a cool relationship with a guy like, you know, Dave Feldman that has this organization, which I happen to geek out about, bro. I mean, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Bare Knuckle. Uh, so to have the honor and privilege to not only have, you know, the ringside media pass uh, to sit there ringside and, and observe these fights, uh, but also to be backstage as one of the only media people allowed backstage uh, to cover these events and have these interviews and these interactions with the fighters. It's absolutely amazing. It's a dream come true. And to my, in my opinion, it's the best combat sport in the world. Uh, you know, we have John, John Dams uh, back here, just left a comment. BKFC is awesome. And uh, I am grateful to have been a part of the original fighter tryout. Thanks to Travis Thompson who made that possible. And I got to give a shout out to Travis Thompson because Travis Thompson is a true warrior I know Travis Thompson personally. He's a Philly boy as well. Travis Thompson is what bare knuckle is, man. That guy, he's a professional fighter. He is a, he's a killer, man. I mean, he will fight anybody. He's got balls. He's got guts. And he's a great, great guy behind the scenes. 
I had the privilege to not only watch Travis fight live and cover his fight live, but also interview him post-fight after he won the medal uh, for his uh, TKO victory at BKFC 10. And on top of that, we got to hang out uh, at the after party for uh, BKFC 10. And Travis is my boy, man. I love Travis, man. Yeah, that that's awesome, and, and and you can really tell that you know big things are, are happening and big things are coming for them, and um, their presentation is just amazing. It's admirable, and um, you know, congratulations for being part of their team. We're, we're we're looking forward to eleven coming soon. It's gonna be amazing, man. Twelve's coming up in Alabama. Thirteen's gonna be in Miami, man. I already have sponsorships for Miami. Uh, but I am seeking sponsorships for 11 and 12. So, you know, if any anybody's out there that's listening, that's tuning in, that either you or somebody you know that has a business that is looking for real true marketing and not some bullshit out there that, you know, you throw your money at somebody and you know what's going to happen, I'm going to be live at a pay-per-view event and I'll be more than happy to promote your product or your business at a pay-per-view event that's going to be seen by millions of people. And I got the connections with all the the fighters who are just amazing, amazing people that I love. So hit me up, DM me, man. It's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity for any business out there. Good. So if, is there anyone else on the line? Well, uh, I don't have anybody on the line right now, but there's a couple of fights that we did not cover and in respect for the prediction show. Yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. Yeah. I wanted to get your take on it. We got Michael Anthony and Dalton Price. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? You tell me something about Michael Anthony. I've had the opportunity to sit down with him a few times. And a few times, and this is another guy. And sometimes it's going to sound like I'm repeating myself, but this is going to stand testimony to the characters that are in celebrity boxing. Um, so Michael Anthony really, um, he struggled early on in life. Uh, he had an opportunity to play college baseball and lost these opportunities because of, uh, addictions to painkillers. Now he was, uh, from what I heard, Jamie, he was an yeah. all American in football, baseball, and basketball. Yeah. A true, wow. like true triathlete, uh, with gifted abilities, addicted to painkillers, um, found himself in and out of sober homes, failing um, in and out of uh, incarcerations. And then he had the opportunity to meet his wife. Uh, she sort of supported him to get his life back on track. And now he's managing um, one of the largest, I think, LA fitness gyms in the Philadelphia area. So it's amazing, man. And a lot of people don't notice about him. He was, he was homeless for three and a half years. Yeah. Well, three and a half years ago he was homeless. And then yeah. he also got kicked out of 17 sober, sober, yeah living houses man to go from getting kicked out of kicked out i mean you got to do a lot to get kicked out of a sober house he got kicked out of 17 of them yeah that's right and now he's running a gym that's i right. love those stories man yeah so he, that's here's a strong the dude right there you, you know like if you like wrestling and people always laugh at me like i'm a john cena fan but never give up i like that message this is a true guy who's truly of course of course and i hear it all the time so there's nothing new you can tell me but it's true to the meaning this you know michael anthony never literally gave up even though he failed 17 times he turned it all around uh he's doing well uh he's stepping into the celebrity boxing ring for the first time against uh, dalton price uh, who is a professional wrestler um, from from Jersey? Uh, he's young. He's quick. Um, you know, this is going to be a very fast-paced match. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of experience between the two, but I think I don't think that's going to be showcased in the ring. Um, I know Michael Anthony a little bit more because I had the opportunity to sit, sit down with him a little longer. So I may be biased just based on the personal testimony. But when someone has that sheer determination to fail 17 times and get back up, I can see them doing well in the ring. Uh, yeah. So my early prediction is Michael Anthony coming atop at the match going the distance. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm with you, man. He's He's got the athlete lineage, you know, uh, and I think that's going to definitely help him out. He's also been through a lot of hard times, man. So uh, I think with uh, his backup against the corner in, in a boxing match, I think a guy like that's going to prevail. So I'm with you there. What are your thoughts on uh, – we got uh, Devin Moore. And uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we uh, Steve uh, Corpruse. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. So so Steve is um, celebrity boxing veteran. Um, he's been part of celebrity boxing for a long time now. I believe his record's only through three and zero, oh, uh, but he's currently the celebrity boxing America's welterweight champion. Wow. And, um, like I mentioned, we did the top ten pound per pound list. And uh, Stephen found himself number eight. So that tells you a little bit about um, the pure talent uh, that he holds. Now he's going up against Devin Moore, uh, who happens to be another professional wrestler from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, Devin's been in the ring twice, was 0-2, but had two pretty hard-fought matches. Um, but just with Stephen uh, holding the championship, retaining the championship, um, having that ability to rebound, um, I think that gives him the slight edge here. But I think these are one. This is one match where you know you heard the you can flip a coin. Yeah. Um, so it can land anyway. But uh, I can see Stephen uh, retaining the welterweight championship. Wow, that's big, man. Yeah, that is big, man. Then we we also have another match with uh, James Salvi and Everett Cross. So so James. Once again, like uh, I hate I hate to repeat myself, but once James Salvi is another guy who's doing amazing things in the community. So he manages an organization called Paramount House, and you may have heard of them. But what Paramount House does is that they build and manage homes for men who are who are facing sobriety issues. Wow. Issues. Come into the home; it's a safe environment. They get peer support and they get their life back on track. So when we had the press conference for Celebrity Boxing seventy one. Back in November in Philadelphia, James Salvi showed up with like 15 guys with Paramount House t-shirts. And I thought, well, maybe this is just his entourage. You know, these are like people who work with them and he's helped. So James has a humongous entourage for the right things. Um, he sports a 3-0 record. He showed up at number seven on our pound-for-pound list and uh, has that strong characteristic. And he is going against Everett Cross who uses the term, and I had the trip, I had to check this twice, but it's capital G, small O, capital D. And he calls himself the God of Divers. So Evercross is a once his his background's professional wrestling. He's known as a high impact guy, a high flyer, um, calls himself the professional psychopath and the lover of pile drivers. So this wow. is a guy who knows the artistic form of wrestling. So, and we call them the mysterious wonder of celebrity boxing. But the question will be, you know, in boxing, you can't go off the top rope and do a moonsault. <laughs> um, but is he ever be able to use some of that stamina to overcome James Selby in the ring, who's worth a perfect 3-0 record? I give James Selby the edge. All right. I got I to say one thing real quick because Steve Tyson just popped up in the chat. Yeah. He said awesome. But if you take a 
closer look at Steve Tyson and Mr. Salvi. Take a look at that. <laughs> that's an un- yeah. un- almost uncanny. Doppelganger. Yeah, that's wow. Right. That's right. Dude, they look identical. Dude, you guys look like identical twins. <laughs> look at that. Look at yeah. that. That's scary, dude. Yeah. That's scary. Scar- are you guys related? Steve, are you related? Jamie, look at that. How, close, how close do they look? I mean, that's sick. Yeah, but that's right. I would say that probably Steve is a little bit older than James. But Steve's yeah. a little bit older, but dude, yeah. do they yeah. not look... Could they not pass for brothers? Honestly. Yeah, they might, they might be sharing some family genes there. There's something going on. Steve, let's talk about it. There's something going on there. But I got to say, I don't know much about these two, but I will tell you this. By looking at the picture, when I see that pose that James does right there, where he's got the the thumb tucked into the cheek right there, that man knows how to fight. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that, that right there is a fighter's pose right there that only a fighter knows how to pose like that. Uh, you know, all due respect to Everett Cross, but I think uh, James Salvi's going to win, and not only he's going to win, he's going to win knockout. Yeah, and, and and for anyone attending the event, you'll see what I'm talking about the press conference. So they're going to show up, and he's going to have a large entourage of people wearing Paramount House T-shirts or um, something to support the organization. And it, it's amazing that you know that tells me like James has found a way in their heart. He's doing good things in the organization, but they're also big hype boxing guys that are there. So he's going to have a loud uh, fan base behind him. And we said it a few times tonight. You know that emotional drive can sometimes help a fighter just climb that last ring on the ladder and, and overcome. But Evercross isn't no easy feat either. This is we're not talking about a first round knockout here. Yep. Professional wrestler, very charismatic, can do moves that probably only 1% of the population can do. So we're not going to count him out easy, but James Selby's a, a fighting man. So I think we give him just the edge here. Before we get to the main event, we got Manny Strong yeah. and Manny Mertis, and it's Manny versus Manny. Manny versus Manny. Big event. Yeah. Big match. So a lot I, of people have been talking about this one. Yeah, so I love Manny Strong. And, and one of the things I do is I talk to these fighters about their win-loss records. And the first thing Manny tells me, I, I haven't won yet, he tells me. I'm like, well, how many matches you been in? He goes, I don't know, 15 or 20. But he's another guy that, you know, he's very positive, very energetic, very supportive to celebrity boxing. And he goes, you know what? Now's my time. The last 20 times weren't my time, but now is my time. And he says he's taken a little more of a serious approach to this match. Um, he has this wicked catchphrase. It's called, it's what I do. And, you know, losing and bouncing back is what I do. And coming back strong and being a champion is what I do. And so he, he's a determined individual, um, once again, from Philadelphia. And he's up against Manny Mertis, and who's um, a well-fit individual, a little bit older than Manny Strong, probably better conditioned than him, um, you know, uh, from an acting background, and I just I, I think that we have to give it to to, to Murtis just just in the edge here, um, just because he he I feel like his conditioning's been a little bit better than Manny Strong, hmm. uh, but the, but you know I'm I, I'm not perfect, and if you ask some people, not even close, so I could be wrong here, but uh, I'm going with the second Manny on this card, Manny Murtis, probably a stoppage in the second round. Wow, that's big, man. That's yeah. big. 
you know, and and uh, Manny Strong though self-proclaimed he's the strong man from the street of KNA, the wrong place in Philly, man. And you don't want to be on the on the back end of the wrong place in Philly, man. So if he's the strongest man uh, in the wrong place in Philly, the way he says he is, man, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an uphill battle. Yeah, and Manny Strong, the, the one I want to mention again, like he is such a good-hearted, strong-willed individual, and, and we mentioned it a few times again. To lose so many times and to come back with a positive attitude and motivation takes a lot that not a lot of people can do. So big props to Manny Strong, and uh, you know we're really looking forward to his match. Yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Atlantic City, the Showboat, that's uh, one of the Hall of Fame hotels and casinos in Atlantic City. So if you if you've been, you know about it. But if you haven't been. Get to Atlantic City as soon as possible. Get there for Celebrity Boxing 71. It's going to be an absolutely unbelievable show. I can't wait. The event, the entertainment, the boxing, the women, the drinks, the enter the entertainment. Yeah. It's going to be unbelievable, Ben. But but uh before all that, we here want to get finally to the main event. So here it is. The main event Ooh. of the evening, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's going down. Me and your boy right here, Canada's finest himself, Jamie Clump. We're going to talk about it. It, 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 it. it happened. It happened. Doc Gooden had a back out due to injury, but probably a graver challenge for Catfish Cooley. And Catfish Cooley is a YouTube legend. Catfish Cooley has the following millions and millions and millions of views on YouTube, Facebook, all over social media. He's a great guy. I haven't personally met him, but I've spoken to him before through social media. Absolutely great guy. Super positive. Funny as hell. Catfish Cooley versus ECW legend, the Sandman, Jamie Clump. Oh what, what in God's green oh, earth is going on with celebrity this, boxing? This, this is defining celebrity boxing. This is a massive main event. So just, just to take a quick step back forward, we even got a couple more people in the ring. So we got Dave Martino from Dave Martino Signs as their special guest ring announcer. He has all the big signs in the area, everything, banks, supermarkets, everything. This, this guy's business is massive. Then we got Fireman Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Tenor as the special guest referee that's got to get in between these two guys. Mm -hmm. So just before the primetime fighters come out. So who can I start with? The Sandman. You know, the Sandman is a hardcore icon, staple mark at the ECW arena in Philadelphia. No professional wrestling worldwide has, yep. has what some people call, and maybe even myself, the greatest entrance in professional wrestling history. Forgive me, Rock and Stone Cold and Taker. A lot of people call it the greatest entrance ever. Very much the greatest fan um, encouragement-based entrance ever. Hardcore icon feuds with Cactus Jack, Terry Funk, the Dudley Boys, just to name a few. Uh, Raven, if anyone's a fan, Becca Raven, the WCW days. This man, the Sandman, fears nothing. And mm -hmm. he, you don't know what to expect with him, but the thing you're going to get is pure entertainment. And he will not back down. So the Sandman brings to the ring, but here's where the trouble lays. He is going against the man we know as Catfish Cooley. Now, yes, Catfish has swept the nation. He's probably the fastest growing comedian in America. Millions He's, He's amazing. 
I mean, and, and people love him. Uh, he does goofy things, but he tells great stories. So he's the guy that'll come over and make you laugh, then you can sit down and have a beer with, and you'll want to uh, adopt him into your family. But Catfish can bench press 500 pounds. He can leg press my home. Um, and we had the opportunity to see him spar in Philadelphia, and you do not want Catfish to land a punch and i'm saying a punch meaning one punch on you because yeah. he will rock your internal core like it hasn't been rocked before so i believe it jamie i believe it and it, you know taking a look at the footage right now with the sandman yeah that fish obviously a big imposing figure strong man tough guy but take a look at the sandman you want to talk about tough you yeah. want to talk about strong you want to talk about guts balls this guy's got it. I've seen this guy from back in the mid to late 90s in ECW when ECW came up and was like the hottest thing in wrestling, competing with all the big dogs like WWF and, e and WW, uh, WCW. Uh, ECW led by Paul Heyman was unbelievable. It was, a, it was a cult following. And Sandman was one of the pioneers I mean, this guy was as tough as they came. This was a tough, tough guy. I I got to be honest with you, man. I am actually, I'm actually afraid for for Catfish Cooley. Not gonna lie. I know you said he's been training hard. He benches 500 pounds. I'm afraid for the man because the Sandman. That's one tough son of a bitch. So I, I think we're going to have our first disagreement of the night, and we couldn't get Ooh, a little All little right, little. talk about it. Um, so it, it, it had to come to this, and what do you know? It, it's the main event. So I agree with everything you're saying. Um, if I ever wanted to have anyone protect my home, my assets, and my family, it would be someone like the Sandman. He will stop at absolutely nothing. But I think if we got the Sandman we're seeing here in these video clips in his prime, the story would be a little different. And age does catch up to us all. Um, he still has the mentality, but I just don't think at 54, 55 years old, taking a massive train punch from Catfish Cooley, especially if he lands two or three of those in the first round, that I don't believe this match is going to go the distance. I see catfish with a knockout in the second round. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't see it, Jamie. I got to tell you, um, you know, for a guy that's competed in the most extreme wrestling organization that has ever graced this planet, led by Paul Heyman, which is ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling, and to go one step further when he has uh, transitioned over to uh, WWE, made it to WrestleMania, uh, this guy is like a Rocky Balboa story. He may be 54 years old, but if you watch that Rocky Balboa movie, man, Rocky was in his 50s and he went head to head with the champion of the world. Um, this is a guy that is is strong, mentally strong, physically strong, uh, and he's just a badass motherfucker. I really, truly, honestly, I just don't see Catfish Cooley lasting, man. I like Catfish Cooley. Don't get me wrong. He's a funny guy. But when it comes to fighting and boxing, straight up, dog, he's a clown. He's a clown, dude. I don't think he takes it. I don't think he takes it seriously enough. And I think he's going against a guy that's got just years and years of experience. And uh, not only do I have Sandman winning the fight, but I got Sandman winning knockout. So here's where I've had a little bit of an advantage because in November we had the opportunity to see Catfish spar, and we were at a gym called Cowboys. 
And uh, the guy who owns Cowboys, um, his name is slipping my head, but he trains UFC fighters. And Catfish sparred with him. And this guy was sore for three days after. And I saw Catfish throw, throw sparring, just sparring punches. And you would be surprised, one, how fast Catfish is. Two, the strength you thought, multiply it by by two or three times and just his agility in the ring, you're dismayed. You would not think someone of that stature, like we were talking about Bam Bam earlier on, would have it. Catfish, um, you know, he, 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 he sort of, uh, you know, cut down on the food intake, cut down on the drinking, has taken it seriously. This is a big event for him. It's sponsored by his, his company, Bang Productions. They're going to be streaming the event all over social media. There's a lot on the line and just catfish st pure strength. Uh, and me as a professional wrestling fan, it hurts to say this because the Sandman is one of my heroes, but I think my, one of my heroes goes down on Saturday night in the main event. It's Wow. Jamie, me and you, you know, I love you. I got nothing but love for you and I got nothing but respect for you, bro. But me and you, Big disagreement here on this main event, bro. Big disagreement. I think that the Sandman is going to shock the world, brother. I got my money on the Sandman, bro. Right. Well, so someone will someone uh, suffer or something when we're in Florida. We'll we'll figure that out. The, the, the bet has been made, then, Joe. <laughs> but we'll 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 throw it out there. I mean, I'm going to pop a video up right now, and we're going to let you know. Let's let people. Uh, let's make them be the judge. I mean, th this is the catfish coolie. You know, this is this is him. You know, what do you what do you what do you people think of him? The viewers that are watching right now, this is Catfish Cooley. Yeah. You know, there is a big boy, yeah, southern boy, country boy, yeah. backwoods kind of boy, yeah, short, stocky, strong, uh, country strong. You know, there's no question about it. You know, and you gotta watch these country strong guys because they're sneaky, powerful as well, you know. He may not look in, in great shape, but you could tell he's he's a stocky dude and he's got some power. Yeah. But he's he he's in he's he's lost some weight. Uh he's gained some mass uh just within the last month or so. Um and you know, of course you're seeing catfish what he does best, entertain the masses. There he is with the clip with Andrew Kahn, who's fighting Josh Jones clone, as we went on yep. earlier on. But uh what's not being shown here once again is is catfish throwing a bomb and when that bomb hits a body's going to get rocked and unfortunately it's going to be the sandman's body and sandman at 30 could probably suck that in and bounce back but sandman at 54 i think that's going to be very difficult to ask but uh mm -hmm. it's going to be streamed live on social media through bank production so everyone's going to have the opportunity to watch if they're not going to be in attendance but if you're a professional wrestling fan, we're going to love the entrance. We love having Sandman there. It's going to be an entertaining match. But if you're there to see the Sandman win, I think you may be leaving with a bit of a sour look on your face. It is going to be an absolutely amazing event. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I know there's many, many people that cannot wait to see this event. Uh, Catfish Cooley, the Sandman. I'm happy. It's a blessing in disguise for me as a fan. Uh, I, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan. Doc Gooden, obviously, pitched a no hitter for the Yankees. Uh, love Doc Gooden, uh, but in a secret way, I'm happy that he couldn't make this fight because I think Catfish Cooley and the Sandman is just much better. It's going to be a huge, huge deal seeing these two guys get in the ring just based on the history alone. 
Um, I love Catfish, man. I like what he's got to say. I like his message. I think he's a he's a, a misunderstood intelligent guy. You know, I think people take him for some backwoods redneck that lives in a trailer, but he's not. He's a super smart guy. Uh, he's got a lot of good things to say about life. I think he the way he pieces things together and the messages that he delivers is really cool. And I've been a fan of Catfish for a very long time. So I do wish him the best of luck in this match. If he wins, I would not be upset about it. Um, but I've just been a wrestling fan my whole life. And I love the Sandman. And I hate to see the Sandman lose. And I know how tough this guy is. So my money stays with the Sandman. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, someone's yeah. going to come up on top. And we have a bet on the line when we meet in South Florida. So yes, I think you're going to be taking me out for a nice South Florida dinner there, Joe. But All right. You know what? Winner. <laughs> The winner of this bet, seafood dinner on on the uh, on the loser. There How about that? <laughs> there we go. A, a virtual bet, virtual handshake, Canadian style. Yeah, here you go. Fist bump. Oh, American. There it is. There we're it we're is. more handshakers here in Canada. There you go. <laughs> Jamie, I just want to thank you, my my man, the Canada's finest. Thank you so much for being a, uh, a co-host on Celebrity Boxing Prediction Show 71 podcast on a Guy Think podcast. I appreciate it so much. I have uh, enjoyed getting to know you in the last few months and and meeting you, obviously. And I am uh, wishing you nothing but the best of luck at the next pay-per-view event for Celebrity Boxing. And I can't wait to uh, see you and actually work with you again uh, in April at Celebrity Boxing, man. Super excited. So thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Um, I'm a big fan of your work. You're an inspiration for me to keep moving forward. Um, all the stuff that you did at Brass Knuckles, that was absolutely amazing. Or at Bare Knuckles, it was absolutely amazing. Um, appreciate you having me on. Uh, I thought it was a great show. It's a big help to Celebrity Boxing. We want to do it again. And, uh, of course, looking forward to Florida. And this Saturday... Celebrity Boxing 71 at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City. Get ready, baby. It's going down. Get your tickets now before they are sold out. Have a good night. You too, Jamie. Take care, brother. Okay. Bye. And that's a wrap. Celebrity Boxing 71 prediction show. Amazing. We had the fighters call in. We had the, the owner and CEO, Damon Feldman, himself call in. Jamie, obviously, JPK, the man who does it all, the voice of celebrity boxing. He is he is the man, no doubt about it. And I wanted to have him on this podcast. I love having this guy on the podcast, full of energy, a true entertainer. And thank you again, Jamie, for being on the podcast. We had the heavyweight champ, Hazel Roach, on. We had so many great guests on uh, tonight's show, and I'm so thankful for all of you uh, for calling in and taking the time out of your schedules to be on the podcast it is an absolute pleasure. God bless you all. Wishing you nothing but the best of luck, guys. Um, and guys, before you go, I just want to say thank you, obviously, again. Uh, do me a favor. If you haven't already, follow me on social media at A Guy Think Podcast. Website is aguythinkpodcast.com. Uh, that'll give you all just basically analytics and guests that have been on the show. And subscribe if you have uh, Apple, if you have Spotify, any of the major podcast platforms. I'm on all of them. You could subscribe. Five stars is much appreciated. It helps me grow the show. If you haven't already, Bare Knuckle is the fastest rising combat sport in all of the planet. Uh, and I am so happy to be a part of it. As you can see, my ringside media pass is the proof. Uh, I am uh, with. 
the greatest combat sport promotion of the world, in my opinion, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, led by David Feldman, who I absolutely love. He's just a great guy. Follow me at Bare Knuckle Freak. It's got all the latest and greatest bare knuckle news. So if you're a fan of that, check it out. Uh, and I just, again, want to thank you guys very much for being a part of this podcast. It's been a great show. We've went over two hours. And I want to thank you all for sticking it out. Uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. Absolutely the best. Matt Wolf, thank you very much as well. Uh, much love to you guys. Can't wait to see you. Wishing all the fighters the best of luck. Have a good one.